Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Back chat. Here we go. Uh, very, very lucky to be joined off the top, Dan, by yep. by, by by another media mogul. It was bouncing around a little bit in media land. Charlie, <laughs> Charlie, Charlie is. Uh, look, we're hearing big things about what Charlie's been doing down in Albany. His uh, he's, now, he's now back in Perth. He's a bit of a ladies' man. Um, for those <laughs> YouTubers that are watching, can see who I'm talking about. For podcasters, Dan Const, myself, Will Scoville, joined by. Xavier Ellis, hey mate, Charlie. <laughs> Talk about your love life. Yeah, look, Charlie. Charlie went went away. We, we, we lost him for about six to eight weeks. He went down to Albany, and we okay. feel like he might have been um, maybe oh, filming. Looking man, yeah. Farmer wants a wife type setup. That's Ooh, yeah, sort of okay. that's sort of. Yeah. <laughs> a mouthful in there, really. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I think Watch Channel Seven. <laughs> I think he's gone through all of Perth on Tinder, so he's just had to get Bun. up. Extend, <laughs> the <laughs> Extend the range. Extend the Extend the range. Very good. Well, now, don't forget Bumble as well. Now we're not even joking. Now, Charlie, righto, Charlie, you're out. You're a bad done. man, Charlie. Bad man. Um, how are you? Back chat. Good to see you. Um, back chat. Double underscore. Instagram. Twitter. We're on Reddit. What are we doing in Reddit? Just copping it from people. Yeah. Uh, r slash Backchat Podcast. Yeah, we got, an we got an email yeah. address. Hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. How do you take feedback like that? I, look, I don't go on Reddit. I do not go on Reddit. I love it. So what, what, what's the gist of the thing? Do you know what Reddit is? Like, yeah, yeah, I don't go on it, but yeah, I know what it is. People, people like, they'll make memes. We welcome it all. They make memes, um, comment on behaviours. I don't know. Do you know what the vibe is over there? It's very strange. Very Reddit. The, the first time I engaged on it, it's it's com- complete sarcasm. Well, is it sarcasm? A lot no. of it. A lot of sarcasm. It's not sarcasm. A lot of it's taking like, the piss. It's like, be serious. Be very serious and no it's sarcasm. Trolling. It's a lot yeah. of trolling. Yeah, a lot of trolling. So Will pours his heart out to this guy. He's saying yeah. something. Will pours out 25 paragraphs about the work. That go- and then the guy's like, yeah, man, I love the show. I'm just, just yeah, messing Oh, right. He's, okay, he's back. They give it to you. It's part of the game. Yeah. yeah. Um, look, Dave, this is gang, a big, gang. very big moment for the podcast. Right. First, first sponsor, Whippersnapper. Oh, and Whipper. You've, and you've nicely brought along your beer. 
Yeah. It's not disrespectful. No, no, I, I did. Sorry, and I do apologise um, when we started. I thought there might be a couple of stubbies floating around, but no need. No, a bit of both. We've got a bit of both. Whippersnapper. Yeah, we can do both. So Whippersnapper Distillery there in East Perth. They're around the corner from your work, aren't they? I go there every single day, yeah, Monday to Friday, um, because I do coffee there too. Occasionally I'll have a dabble with a bit of whiskey. But you actually go there every day? Yeah, literally. Oh, right. Every single day. It's I about- thought you were just selling something. No, no. Legit. I was going to jump and go, I'm there every day too. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's about 75 metres away from my um, office, so okay. go to the coffee every day. So Whippersnapper on board, exclusive whiskey nah, supply. Yeah, no, very good. So we're going to be enjoying that throughout the show. Um, if you can beat Josh Garlop, <laughs> <laughs> if we can beat Josh Garlop, you're doing well, I'll say. No, nah, I'm very done. I'm very wary of Whippersnapper because it's so easy to drink and it's so nice that um, I understand the risks of um, what might happen to me because of how easy it is to drink and the taste is just impeccable. <laughs> this so, is coming yeah, from one of the most experienced men in media. <laughs> it's almost yeah, like you <laughs> Thanks very much, mate. All, right, all the best. What's the next read? <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're, we're, we're dabbling a bit We've got some, some new things coming on So you're a big part of this Dave So we've got Whippersnapper on as a new sponsor We're doing We're, we're delving into fantasy land So oh, yes. I know that you're on another pot You've got a few few things going on in media land But yeah. aflwfantasy.com.au <laughs> Yeah I am you're, you're, you're the big man over there Mate I'm uh, not a landlord of it But you've got a small little uh, slice of the pie and $5,000 Award for yeah, the no, winner. So how's this? And this, is, this a bit is, on the line. This is dead. This is as true as anything. The AFL obviously run the AFLW. The only thing they do in terms of fan um, prizes is the AFLW tipping. So they don't do fantasy for the girls. Why do you think that is? Why do they not do that? The prize is two and a half thousand dollars. That's that. They, they, they run run one competition and it's tipping and it's two and a half thousand. So, so, so aflwfantasy.com.au run by Selby this double the best in the land at fantasy yeah. is paying more than the league double and then uh, and I know just through the back channels there's going to be some more like prizes some more people have jumped on and there's going to be prizes so we don't get anything out of it no so well, it's cash out of his own pocket I'm, there's no sign up I'm certainly not getting anything out of it. I'm just plugging the absolute shit out of it because I think it's But a we good don't deal. get anything out of it either. So <laughs> don't keep plugging it, but it's not like it's getting kicked back for me. Well, okay. So you're you are in fantasy land. Like I mean, yeah. you know Selby Lestier. He's won the Murray's Magic, yeah, yeah. He's won the competition twice. Twice. You you, you haven't quite gone that far, have you? Nah, I, I pick the favourites more than the You get you get a bit too invested with your heart. Yeah, so like Zach Jones, for example. Um I love Zach Jones for some reason. I don't know, like he's a dog. I don't know what I say the NFL. He's a dog. Like Zach Jones is a dog. Just but, he's, he's just not that good at fantasy. Well, he's okay, but like Selby's always like, oh mate, I reckon you go this player. The numbers don't stack up. With get two hundred thousand dollars profit. Flick him, then you upgrade to Tom Mitchell. Or, but then I'm with Zach Jones for twenty two rounds, and we're going at it. <laughs> I think. Did you pick yourself? Uh, no, nah, so I didn't. I did fantasy. This is true. I did fantasy when I was young. And then one game against North Melbourne, I kicked the footy and then uh, Andrew Swallow dived over my foot and dislocated my foot. And we're in hospital getting the foot fixed and the doctor was like, oh, I'm going to have to trade you out of my team. <laughs> I was like, mate, my foot's fucked. He's no good. You can swear. Yeah, no. Nah, 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 that was it. I packed up after that. I was like, mate, the doc, my, my toes are the, like doing that. <laughs> And you're like, oh, I've got to, I've got to waste a fake trade. On, on, on. Anyway, but I love it now. I'm, I'm back involved now. It's great. You are back involved. I don't know if you know, but I came second in the country in a round last year in Did fantasy. You? Yeah, I was pretty happy with it. I hang my hat on it. It's, uh, it's interesting. I was at one stage eighth overall 
in oh, yeah? The, yeah, like week two. Were you absolutely giving it to Moira? No, no, no. I posted everything. Well, it was, it was sort of, I just copied everything he did to start and then I benched all the good ones that he wanted. Um, but, you know, I was eighth at one stage and then uh, I finished like 15,000th or something. So we're doing the AFLW fantasy at the moment, the, the girls' comps right, right now, but coming towards the men, which we're not that far away. I was down at West Coast training today, watched them train. Some, uh, looking good? Yeah, some, How are they looking? Yeah, looking pretty good. Uh, Tim Kelly's fit. Uh, he was well. He Tell was. He was in. Well, he was, no. Well, he and Elliot Yo were in their runners, so they can't be that fit. Nah, I, I've heard. Tim, after I heard Tim Kelly's going the Ferrari well. back in the garage. Yeah, I heard Tim Kelly's going well. Saw Willie Rioli. He's looking fit. Is he? Yeah, Liam Ryan ran a couple of laps. He's never been a good lap runner. Liam Ryan. He's one of the hardest runners to play um, footy when he's running for the ball. Yeah, but running laps, one of the worst. And well, he demonstrated he, um, that. Was he suspended during the year? No, he did that synosmosis. Yes. And Simo was on air saying, oh, look, um, yeah, rehab's hard for Liam. Uh, put a footy in front of him and he'll do it. But um, sometimes we just miss a few hurdles when it's like swim 2K. It's just, like, just get Liam Ryan ain't swimming we just, 2K. We just need to get him out <laughs> Just there. get his foot right and he'll run. So with the fantasy in the men's division, some little exciting news. We've got our own fantasy league here at Backchat. Just oh, nice. launching. Just nice. launched. Beautiful. Yep. All right, so Backchat, we'd love to have you. Yeah, I'm on. Derek Henry's in. Okay. No, no. AFL fantasy. Derek Henry. That's my team, though. Oh, is it? Yeah, Derek Henry. He's been with me through NFL in another league I'm in all the way through my journey. Tennessee Titan running back, Derek Henry. Sure. And, uh, and a monster. But anyway, so... Okay, I'm AFL. In. So AFL men. So we have the AFL fantasy over on the AFL website. A couple of little things to announce here. So mm-hmm. do, I, do I start with the prize? First thing, so I will be joining as well. Um, but I haven't played for about 12 years. That's all right. But I have played F1 Fantasy. <laughs> F1 Fantasy. Yeah. How good is the F1? I'm sorry, yeah. I've heard it straight away. And I think at one point I was about 3,000th in the world. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's probably better than even second in but Australia. But that's as far as my um, fantasy career hey, take has that. gone. Charlie, take you in? I've never been much on the fantasy. I'm Charlie, you're in. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm in for this one. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, you back to the team, right? Autofill a team, you're going to lose. But that's not what we're about here at Backchat. So no. you want to join, you want to join in. That's what we want. couple of little things. Do you want me to announce the prize? It's a big prize. Zave, you're actually going to be I still the can't even... Here. I still don't know if we should give away this bigger prize. It's no five. It's not $5,000. Announce it. I'm going to announce it for sure. Okay. All right. Two tickets to the... Two, hey, whippersnapper. It doesn't even break. That's how good it yeah. is. The glass. That's what I was just testing. <laughs> two tickets to the grand final. No way. Yeah, that's pretty good. How'd you get them? We just assume you've got your final. Yeah, we'll have it. We'll no, I love it. I'll two tickets to grand final. I'm in. Yep. So two tickets to grand final. There, there's one. There's one sign up requirement. Okay, what is you it? You've got to be a Patreon member of Backchat, right? Yeah. So you've got to sign up to Patron. Okay. Um, Patreon. So you've got to be a patron. So we've got about 100 patrons right now of Backchat. So they're supporters of the podcast. So you've got 100 chance at the moment to get... Not, I mean, not even every single patron member is going to... That may be the worst case. For instance, my mum. Yeah. She's a patron. Right. She's probably not going to play fantasy. She ain't signing in. Yeah. No. If I tell you what, if Diane joins up fantasy, she'd be a big chance to win. She's a she's an avid supporter of Backchat. True. Avid. And we will be giving good fantasy advice all season long. So, yeah, we've got prizes. Major prize, first prize, two tickets to the grand That's final. Great. No, well done. Um, we're going to have a couple of backup prizes. Haven't quite got them. Maybe you could access a bit of, a couple of, maybe a couple of things in the drawer over at Triple M, maybe. Is that uh, where those... Bottle top opener. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm it's, good also, it's quite good. Yeah, I'm walking with my back pocket. It's a, it's a coaster <laughs> as well as a... Pops your beers. Popper. Yeah, good. So you've got to be on Patreon to get the league code. Yeah. Right? So you've got to sign up to Patreon. You can find that over at so backchatpodcast.com.au. Yeah, okay. so easy. 
Yeah, just yeah. literal, literal. If you go to the website, yeah. backchatpodcast.com.au, it pops up on your screen. Sign up. Sign up right there. Okay. That's how Done. you join. I'm in. Okay, perfect. We'll find out. If you've, if you've had a sneaky insider give you the code from Patreon, we'll know. I'll, Don't try it. That's what Diane's going to be involved with. Your mum will be on. She'll be. She'll be on. She'll police she'll, it. She'll be on. She'll be on uh, Sneaky Watch. Okay. She'll be on Sneaky Watch. Um. So fantasy going to be a big part of back chat this year. Look forward to it. You I ha- mean, you happy with it? Absolutely. Jed Anderson's my boy this year. All right. All right. All right. I Actually, he's, he's not had the jab, so I, maybe he's I, not. I, yeah, he hasn't had the. He's, he's had one. He's oh, had one. News, yeah. So I thought he, he was hesitant on the second. How can he be hesitant? Well, what's that? What's that, mate? You have one. You might as well just get second. Well, I don't think he was thrilled with the result. Right. From the first one, is what the news was saying. So what's happening? You, you got but any, I've had three. You got any insight? No, not asking you. Any, any insight of what's happening at West Coast at the moment in that regard? Um, <laughs> it's a great question, mate. Um, I will say that I actually really respect Liam Jones. I disagree with Liam Jones. As I, I did, but for him to say million dollars, five hundred this year, and he would have signed on again. He's a good player. Yeah. Um. I don't want to do it. I'm out. Yeah. Like, I don't agree with it. But for him to pack up and put... I wouldn't do it. Now, you can jab me with anything for a million bucks. <laughs> a couple of diseases. Jab no, anything. Me. Just jab a go and just put it in bank details, BSB, <laughs> 923100, ING. But you know what I mean? Like, for him to actually say... Yeah, and, and again, yeah. I'll say, I, I, don't, I don't agree with it. But for him to walk away, I, I somewhat tip my hat. All right, so what we do on Backchat, so fantasy. If you want to sign up to that, backchatpodcast.com.au, sign up to Patreon, and then you'll get the league code, and that's how you join. Um, we do a little bit of a bounce around sport here on Backchat, Zave. Mm. Um, a bit, a little bit going on in AFL land. It's about time. Like we're in mid January. Yep. it's not about time. I mean, cricket's just finished. The Ashes have just. Literally, finished. so we're meant to be playing. Well, the scorches are on as we speak. We're meant to be in day four of the of the test. Couldn't yeah. quite get through Jeez, three days. England, how bad are they? I backed them five tests in a row. <laughs> what? So, so, yeah. for, so for listeners and viewers, Xavier Ellis, for as long as I've known him, is a staunch un-Australian better. You, you refuse no, to support Australian teams but, on the punt. No, yeah, yes, but I'd more to do with value, and I've been shot in the ass here. But you, 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 I, I've never heard. No, no. But every single team that comes to Australia is always paying like six bucks to win a test. Right. So. The numbers say out of five tests, if I can win one. But what ends up happening is you go and have a beer with Zave, which is uh, coincidentally a podcast of Xavier's. Yep. He ends up cheering for the POM. He'd be cheering for the POMs. Well, finally, this is a a true story. Um, When I was at Hawthorne, uh, England came over, shit, it might have been just pinging a year 2012-ish. And as you know, Boxing Day, we all go to the cricket, all that sort of hoo-ah. But anyway, the Aussies were... Pretty cock a hoop with themselves, and I at Hawthorne put my hand up and sword in the ground and said, "I'm going for the poms. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm poms will win." Anyway, um, England started really well, and Alistair Cook was my man. Like I just loved how tough Alistair Cook was, how dowry was. I love Test cricket. Like I could sit there for ninety overs every day, and then turn up on the sixth day hoping they come back. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So everyone knew how much I loved Alistair Cook, had him for the most runs in the series, and I was just rooting Alistair Cook. Rooting for Alistair Cook. Yes. And anyway, um, it's Christmas has come around and footy season, footy training wrapped up on like the 23rd or 22nd of December. It might be the 23rd. Very late back and then. Yeah, late. Like get, they get every yes. inch out of you. Anyway, yes. so uh, Hodgie and Brownie put on drinks at a place along the Crown Strip in Melbourne. 
Yep. So was, the Yarra? Yeah, along the Yarra. And it was turn up and you know, have a drink and it was all on Hodgie. And anyway, I'm sucking into a couple of beers and uh, Alistair Cook rolls in with his partner at the time. And I was like, oh, my God, that's Alistair Cook. But they've come into the venue or in. Yep. I was like, shit, that's us to cook. What are we? And uh, I played it cool, and Hodgie goes, oh, mate, go grab four beers. And I was like, well, he's paying for it. So, man, I'll grab whatever you need. Like, I'll renovate the house as well. Like, <laughs> anyway, so I went and grabbed these beers, came back, and Hodgie had gone, ex loves, Alice to cook. I'm just going to throw caution to the wind. Wouldn't say it openly, but guys, look, I'm Luke Hodge. I've got a chance that maybe I can get a chat or like introduce. And I've come back, and I was like, here's your beer, Hodgie. And he's like, ex, uh, well, Alistair, Alistair would like one. And remember Bryce McGain used to buy leggies? Oh, no. Bryce McGain was there. Anyway, so beer, beer. <laughs> and uh, and Alistair Cook's partner was there. And the night went on and we ha- uh, like the group sort of joined. Oh, so he got through the introduction. A lot of shit talking and got some photos. I remember calling Ruffy over for a photo. And Ruffy's like, oh, shit, yeah. And I handed him my camera. He thought he was in the photo. <laughs> he hated it. He still hates it. Anyway, um, that all happened. And I spent a lot of the time talking to Alice's partner and our wife. Um, and not went on. I went home. Anyway, Hodgie rang me at 8 o'clock in the morning. And I was like, oh, shit, the captain calling at 8 a.m. This not is, a call. What have I done? Like, not that's call pretty you. bad. He answered. He goes, mate, what are you doing? We need, we need to get to Chapel Street. And I was like, oh, what's happened? He goes, oh, Alistair rang me this morning and... Um, Regretfully, didn't mention that he had some stuff for me. So we went into Chapel Street, you. where the, the team hotel. You. Yeah, yeah. So went into the team hotel, got like his test shirt. He made runs in what? some test gear to uh, use. Yeah, Ellis. yeah. So I'm in there with the Hodges with me at the um, on the corner of Chapel Street. There's a good hotel there somewhere, uh, and Kevin Peterson like sort of brushed Hodgie, and I was like, motherfucker, no one brushes Hodgie. <laughs> but yeah, Alistair Cook gave me all his gear and everything. What year was this? It must have been 2012 ish. I was still at Hawthorne. So Don't let anyone 11. ever tell you you're not a big dog if you're getting the. Was he captain then? Yeah, he was yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, Jonathan Trott was peeling off runs. <laughs> Cook was just. So we went to the, the, the test match. So what, what did you possibly say yeah, to him was, or his partner to get his, to his, his attire? Nah, just nice, mate. And then uh, <laughs> it was the test match that the Aussies were skittled on day one for like 90. And then England were one for 200 that, that same night. And I was like, this is Christmas. I love Christmas. Hell is so cool. Yeah. Have you got Sir it? Sir Alistair Cook, I should say. Yeah, it's at home. All these yeah, kids are home. We're going to hang it up. You can put it in here. The only thing is uh, my parents live in like a remote Aboriginal community at the moment. Okay. And the house is empty and that's five hours from Melbourne. So yes. unless you know anyone. That Lake, Lake's entrance. Well, Lake Tice Beach, but yeah. Next okay. time, yeah. Quick drive down there. It's a, it's a good, it's a lovely spot. We'll just, we'll just get on the phone to Marky Mark and open the borders up and we'll head oh, down there. Mate. Don't, get into it. Don't, don't get into it. No. So the, t- the tip don't might be it. then, if you, if you meet an athlete, if you can sweet talk their partner and then later on at the, in the evening she goes, that Xavier chap. Yeah, he's lovely, 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 lovely guy. guy. Is that lovely how you think guy. it happened? Um, no, I think nice I, I honestly think that to start with, um, they pushed how much I loved Cook, and he was my favourite sports person in the world. Like basketball, NFL, I love like, Cook. It's like me with Peter Bowl. Yeah, like Peter Bowl. Anyway, and um, I think he knew that, and then he saw maybe for an hour or whatever. I was not trying to get up yeah, yeah. on him. I was just chewing the fat with his now wife, and yeah, in his mind, like. He must have gone off. So I'd gone and then got Hodgie's number and the next morning rolled around his hotel. Legend. That's very good. Um, Sir Alistair. I don't know where to go. Long story. No, it was was just... We we just started to talk about footy because it's back. Cricket's just finished. Oh, that's right. England was shit. And I've been back in England every day. That's right. And we got a new rule to talk about. Well, not a new rule. Apparently they're going to be... Is able like this? Apparently they're going to be more stringent, more more strict on holding the ball. Hate it. 
<laughs> hate it. Hate why? Well, we used, we used to practice like Clarko, take the tackle on. Not me. Yes. But Sam Mitchell or Hodge or Lewis, someone who was really strong in their core. In current day, Petrarca, Dangerfield. Put um, Oliver in there, go on. Dusty yeah. Martin, Clary Bont Oliver. Bont Valley. Bont. Yeah. Mate, they love the tackle. Yeah. Like the part of footy is come at me. I'll swing you because it says no longer there's a 360. Like, well, so yeah, so this they new, love the, they embrace this, this, the strength this new yeah, rule. So sounds like you get the ball, you take anyone on, and you either you don't even get to fight the tackle. It's it's get it. You got to break it. Or, the the, the or stars not. love it because if I'm hanging on to you, Scully, and just hanging on for dear life, then another teammate goes, well, "Shit, I got to help." So in that, and all of a sudden it's a two v one, and there's overlap. Great. Like, the stars want to be tackled a lot of the time. You've you've triggered a memory of mine. I didn't write this in any notes, but just you speaking about tackling. You 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 once very early in my teammating of you yeah. at West Coast, you labelled yourself as the greatest Corella. Greatest Corella ever to play the game. <laughs> ever to play the game. Corella. You run along the side Corella just flapping your arms. Because <laughs> you know you can't tackle them. You know you're not enough. No, to I mean tackle. you were the fastest bloke going around. You might have been early, early days, in your career. Early days I was all right. Yeah, but, but you run like and you, they take four bounces along the wing, but you're not coming inside <laughs> on me. There's no way you're hitting an inside kick, but they just keep running with it. And you flap like your arms. A, like, a, like a farm dog. Yeah, yeah I just hem you in along the boundary line. The best corral that they've ever played the game. In fairness, I haven't seen many corral battles. <laughs> <laughs> very... I never got stepped, but I never laid a tackle. I just ran along doing that the whole way. What about names on the back of Guernseys? That's been um, floated as well. So holding the ball up, put that in the bin. What about, what about Alice written across your back? What about that one? Well, can the crowd see it in the stands? Don't know. Can no. you see it at cricket? No. The, the argument's been put that every other sport in the land, you know, uh, and again, these American sports, NFL, NBA, but cricket now have it. Um, yeah. you know, I watch basketball. every game of footy on the yeah. weekends, and I've not once on TV gone, I don't know who that is. Does everyone do that, though? I'm similar. I watch most games. Do they zoom in? Do you think maybe it's just a way to sell more merch? Yeah, probably. That's probably it. It's literally... Because the number sometimes isn't you'd enough. You'd be a better person. Like, like, you don't watch every game of footy on the weekend, but you watch enough to know about footy. Would you? Would that help you? No, no. having it's too fast, Charlie. It's too I, fast. I'm in favour of it, uh, Charlie. I, Mate, you're, oh, in favor, Charlie. you're in favour of Albany and Buddy Palmer for life. No, well, I, I feel like sometimes I don't know every number. To oh, yeah, you go for free, but, but, but who looks at numbers? <laughs> I don't know if it, I don't look at numbers. Surely you look at the person's face and go. I don't know all yeah. the faces either. So what are you looking at? Uh, well, I'll look at. Numbers okay. most of the time, right? So I feel like that would help him, but it'll m- remind me of the name. You got, I, Zave yeah. makes a very good point that the names are you're not going to, you know, they're not they're not white numbers. They're 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 letters. Yeah, Tiny so letters. You can't see anything. Yeah, no, I'm still in favour of. It's, <laughs> like, it's like the wacker today. The wackers introduced get your name on a picket on a picket around the yeah wacker. Oh god! And I was like, it's a thousand dollars to ten thousand or something, and you can do it. And I was like, this is great. And then the point was made that. If it's on the fence, who gets to see it? You can't read it. You can't see it. It's like I don't think anyone will see it and I read you, it. I you, that's that's a marketing. That's a marketing policy. Pledge your pledge your picket. Put a brick in the wall. Like, yeah, who really cares? Get your hand in the. Print. There's something at West Coast. There's something at West Coast. A stud. I, you what, in a boot? You'd, you'd have one. No, there. Is it studs? There's something on the wall at West Coast. Uh, it's very small. I've had a look at mine. I think they're studs. You get a stud in the wall if you played for West Coast. You'd have one. Okay. You'd have one. What about it's sort of like the um, bell that, tower with the uh, when you had your name on a plaque at yeah. the bottom of the bell tower. Yeah. yeah. No one's ever going to look at it. You wouldn't have had one because you didn't go to school, a primary school here in Perth. Well, so everyone who went to school gets a 
Yeah, basically. Dave's from Victoria too. Of course. So what happened was around maybe year five, I think it was, everyone got given a tiny little piece of paper. You wrote your name on it. And then when they built the bell tower, if you go to the base of the bell tower, there are tiny plaques everywhere with everyone's name. This is a paper oh. or plaque? No, no, no. You wrote it down so that they could use it. Oh, that and then they wrote it. Yeah. They made little plaques out of all of them. Charlie? I don't have one. <laughs> yeah, but how, how old are you, Charlie? 22. It's t- you're 10 years. The bell tower was well and truly built before you were born, <laughs> the man. The bell tower was getting renovated by the time <laughs> yeah, you finished. They moved it. Yeah. There you go. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. So is, is it gone? It's gone now. Well, when they moved that I area. I moved it. They a lot of, a lot of kids a lot of kids broke. I'll be with that Elizabeth Care. Bell Tower Times about all I know. Um, moving through, um, did you see this? Um, I don't know. Are we, in a are we on a time? We don't really know that actually. No, before absolutely, I know. Not, okay. no, absolutely not. We went one hour forty with uh, Greg Hire last week. So we'll see how you that, do that. That's the record. That's the record. So see how okay. you can do that. I mean, the, 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 the Alistair Cook story off the top is putting you in good areas. Oh, shit. How are you doing well? I haven't even introduced you, really. Yeah. I just said it's Xavier Alice. People will be going, what is, who is this? Who's this fat prick? <laughs> no. No, they won't be saying I that. I saw the questions. Don't worry. No, don't worry. We've got some, we got some <laughs> interesting ones. So this one here people are cruel in the NBA, right? I think you <laughs> might enjoy it. Donovan Mitchell yeah. asking for scores in the middle of games. Have you seen this? No, yeah. I didn't see it. I, I love Donovan Mitchell. This. All right, we have, it's a TikTok, so it's going to play. All right, we. we. You guys do me a favor. Can y'all pull up the score? I did of the Lakers see that actually. I did What's see that. going on there? He can't be punting. No. No, nah. No. He's in a game. He's for, for listeners that hopefully we can pull this into the YouTube. I'll, I'll put it on YouTube. Our, our podcast listeners. He is in the middle of a game. Donovan Mitchell, who plays for the Utah Jazz, he's, he is he's a gun. He's in the middle of the game. He's asking people uh, sitting on the no, sideline. I think there was something significant that day. Um, it was around record breaking. It was around de- late December, I think it was. Um, and then their records yeah. aren't similar, so I don't think he'd be in the record right now. Doesn't matter. Nah. So I'm not sure. He'd you're a big NBA fan. Yeah, love it. Dan, yeah, watch, Dan, Dan loves NBA. I'd be watching well, with the four AM up and going at work. I'd watch games every every day. Yeah, probably while you're on air too with the KO. No, with the I bought this laptop the other day, and I walked into the JV and I said, "Mate, I need a laptop." Because my other laptop, funnily enough, my little kid was having a bath, and I was watching had KO cricket on, and he put his hand over the tap, and it <laughs> shot like two meters. Yeah, yeah. And landed on the keyboard and fried my computer. <laughs> anyway, so I went the other day and said, uh, JB, I need a computer. I said, what do you use it for? I said, I just love watching American sport. And he goes, oh, mate, I got a river for you. And it's like one of those ones that just flips like 360. So, like, it's just like a it's TV. A tablet? It's a TV. Oh. No, it's just a laptop, but it turns into like a... Oh, yeah, oh, mate, right. rip snorter. So really? just, this is a KM machine. Yeah, and then they, when Baz goes, oh, mate, one song or two songs here. I was like, mate... Check the it's scores. third and eight with three minutes to go on a game. Like, we're playing two songs here. If I've ever playing two songs. Yeah, this is a good little segue. I want to touch on this later, but I think we can touch on it now. I mean, you're in the media now. So, for, I haven't given you any introductions. Xavier Alice, uh, draft pick number three. Uh, that's correct, isn't it? Um, went to Hawthorne, played a lot of good footy there, won a flag 2008, should have won the Norm Smith. Very similar to lot, you know, someone else on this podcast. I mean, Dan, Dan, you went very close. Very close. Uh, and, and and suffered a lot of injuries, um, got traded to West Coast. Or did you get delisted? Free agent. Yeah, you got delisted. No, no, free agent. <laughs> you got delisted, Victor. No, no, hands on heart, free agent. What does that mean? I oh, just you... got to pick where I went. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay, so moved to West Coast, um, played in the 2015 grand final with West Coast. So he's done a lot of things, played in a lot of big games uh, well as well. So that's what you've done in your footy career. You've since moved into the media in mm. Perth. 
Um, we do a we do a segment called Media Watch. I, I've been on Media Watch, the actual TV show, the real one. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. <laughs> what did you do? Oh, in a good sauce. way? No, a bad way. So they were. They, I thought they used you as a. No, a bad way. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. I'll find yeah. it. Yeah, I was on there for something. Well, yes, you um, know it was. It's sort of rite of passage, though. No, nah, someone did something fake, and I whacked them, and <laughs> they're like, "Do your research." Yeah, uh, like great. Well, how did you find your way into media? I mean, you wouldn't have gone through your footy career, I assume, and going, "I'm just going to do breakfast um, radio." No, nah, I started. Um, I was the West Coast player at. Hit 929 and you've got a, a broad audience. So, for example, at Southern Cross Stereo in Melbourne, it's Fox FM. Um, so I was... You were there, you were there five minutes one, or ten minutes yeah, away. Yeah, so with two guys called Will and Woody, who were Melbourne lads I knew. And I was injured the whole time. So we just had fun. Like, for example, and this is still my greatest moment of my life. <laughs> Sam, Sam, <laughs> I am, I am. Birthday Sam, Sam Kerr. <laughs> Sam Kerr. Like the best in the world. Yes, yeah. it could, could be actually better than any anyone in women versus men. She could be better than any. any yeah, man, she's so good, Sam Kerr. Anyway, she came in to the station, and I was doing um, part time sort of stuff because I knew Will and Woody were <laughs> moving back over east. So okay. you know, to move the chairs around without okay. telling anyone, but everyone knows what's going on. <laughs> and Sam Kerr came in, and they're like, "What can we do with Sam Kerr? What can we do with Sam Kerr?" And they're like, "Well, um, let's make it like trying to belittle me." They're like, oh, let's do a contest with Zave and um, we'll get a soccer ball, like a penalty. She brings in something valuable to her and I bring in something valuable to me and we put it on a podium 15 metres away or whatever, 12 metres away, and it sits, it sat up there on a podium like that and mine was a, a good bottle of wine I got from Italy, like an expensive bottle of wine. And Sam Kerr bought in a family photo um, the, the day she, the, from the night she won... Um, <laughs> Uh, the, and this is all but no nah, won the uh, Australian female soccer player of the year. So yeah, it's right. got it's got a name. <clears throat> anyway, so she went first, and she blasted it over the top. Oh, so she, she had to knock it off the perch. Yeah, just had to sm- smash it. Bottle of wine. How much we Smash it. Hundred dollars. Nah, about four hundred euro. All right, perfect. <laughs> Are we? Um, oh, oh boy. No, no. So when you're over in Europe, you'll have, and you've had one. T- I don't even drink one, and you have a taste test. <laughs> like, oh shit, I need a bottle of this. <laughs> well, so that sent me back four hundred euro. And you're like, Fuck. Um, <laughs> Should have stuck to the whippersnapper. Yeah, uh, we were whippersnapper. I, I had it actually in my bag and I got taken off me at customs. But anyway, <laughs> I stepped up and blasted her family photo into a thousand pieces and still to today is the best moment of my life. Hang on, you've what, one, one shot? Yeah, one shot. first go. Sniped it. Sniped it as hard as it blew her family photo into <laughs> a thousand pieces. <laughs> and I said, oh, I'd bite it. Uh, this song, the boys are back in town. So <laughs> yeah. me, Will, and Woody are dry playing, humping. The boys are back in town. Playing from what they had speaking. We had headphones because it's on air live. Yeah, uh, so that's that was when I started mucking around. But I'm. Um, Did you get yeah. the bottle of wine or something? No, the bottle of wine came back with me and happy days. But uh, that's how I got into radio. Amanda Lee, um, she was dating a a, um, a teammate of ours, uh, brother or um, brother-in-law. Yeah. Whatever. It sounds legit. Anyway, they had a party and I mucked around on New Year's Eve and was flying on a flamingo. I'm like, oh, shit, you might do radio. I was like, do whatever you want. Like, I'm in. <laughs> uh, but my theory leaving footy was just say yes to everything. Say yes to everything. It doesn't matter what it is. Just say yes. Do it once. And if you hate it, never do it again. But then you know you were shit at it or you didn't enjoy it. I think a lot of people say, no, I'm a bit nervous or no. I said yes to everything. Like, absolutely Did, did you do anything, uh, do anything that's... 
People would know about it. Like TV. Like, I've never done anything in my life. And they're like, hey, mate, can you go to the boundary for the AFL? And I'm like, yeah. But I've got no idea what I'm doing. I've got no idea what I'm still doing in radio (laughs) or anything. But I just had this in my head. I said to Em, my wife, I said, mate, I'm just going to say yes to everything. And that's all I've done. I've just said yes to everything. And before you know it, I haven't really dropped anything. Um, Even so much so, I'm picking up a few things that now I'm like, I'm going to be shit at this. But I'm going to have a go at it. You... Where where do you fit in the media landscape? Not just Perth, but like where where what what sort of personality are you? You you, I look at the media sometimes. I think there's a bit of an infiltration of a few types, and I get a bit frustrated with a few things. But I like the way you do it. What's what's your style? Do you have a style? Is it something you think about? Or uh, you no, just I, I think I'd like to be seen as. Um not hated to start with because some people love hated. The, no, some like people in the media love to be hated. That's their yeah, that's yeah. their stick. stick. Hey. Um, uh, the way I was presented to my boss at the time was I'd love anyone to want to have a beer with me. It was like my was my whole stick business strategy, I suppose. Anyone would would want to sit around and have a beer, and I would want to have sit around and have a beer with them. Do you, was do you think about I, that, or do you just know yourself now? Do you just do you just do things? No, nah, still. It's funny, I, I still get a lot of people who, when you're out or whatever, will come and buy you a beer, um, and like, I'm happy, like, I love having chats with people, I came to Perth not knowing a soul, really, like, I knew you through schools, you're in Geelong. So, a little story I thought about when Zave was coming on, I know, this isn't embarrassing, I, I was with Matt Spanger. Good mate of Zave's. They played together at Hawthorne. I've had him on the pod. You can go back and watch it. It's on YouTube. I'm sure Zave has. I'm sure. Yeah, no, I'm not a source bang. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So he, we were in Israel, Tel Aviv. And I've, I've heard a bit of Israel. Vivid, vividly remember we're walking down a hill. It's quite late. It's quite, it's quite late, three, four in the morning. And he said, Catching the sunrise. Yeah, mm. catching the sunrise. And he said, Zave's, Zave's just. Zave's just signed with West Coast. I've just seen it on my Twitter or whatever he saw it. Yep. Let's call him. We FaceTimed him. I don't know if you remember this. It literally what, just was happened. Alive? You know you're alive. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 I remember it well. No. <laughs> we, we, I remember, I vividly remember we're walking down this hill and me and Spain, just by ourselves, yeah. FaceTiming. No, I, I do was, remember FaceTiming over in... Uh, I don't know where you were. No, it would have been in Melbourne, yeah. But no, I do remember it. But we were in Tel Aviv... And that's data, where, and that's where Zave was signed. What's this man? What's this man? What's this man? For our watches, what's that mean? Charlie what, Nice. Is that a beer? Charlie Nice. Is that a beer? Yeah. A big, a big development on back chat here. We've got a fridge. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, we've, we've been going through episodes. We we love our whiskey. Yeah. And I'm off the beers. Actually, you're off the beers. What are you off the beers for? Have you, have you ever tasted the whippersnapper? I've, not, I've tasted it. I actually have it in my cereal. <laughs> I'm off the beers because I just don't need the the. Uh, Right. Don't need the I don't know how people have found yeah. this episode, but I've enjoyed it. We've been a bit all around the place. Media Watch. Look, I, I, I've been barneying with Barra this week. Oh, actually, talk me through that. I sit there and think you blokes are dickheads. And I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, Tell I, me why. Tell me why. No, because no, I don't go on Twitter for a day or two and then, then something pops up. I gotta, just love I've it. I've got to click through chains I to try and work out who's it. winning what. Go what through fight. the thread. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, give you, I'll give you a one minute summary. I read the federal court documents of both Djokovic and the government mm-hmm. and I summarised those documents mm-hmm. to say that Djokovic would win and then the government would find a way to kick him out. Mm. That's basically what I said. And Barrett said, nah, uh, Barrett wasn't happy. And I, I said that the coverage had been... Do you hate Barrett? 
No, I, I don't love Barra, mate. I, I love Barra. <laughs> Shut up, you. Look at this. Breakfast fucking radio. Right yeah, no, I'm really telling not. you, I I do not hate anyone. Nah. I honestly don't. And I and and he 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 Barra love Barra doesn't like when I say media in general. He yeah. takes it personally, which is no, he takes it to heart a little. Not personally, he just takes it on board. And he's the representative. And there's a few others like that, which is fine. But I constantly I like calling out Poor coverage. And I thought the Dokovic coverage had been like, he's a bad man, he's done wrong. Do you, what about him getting kicked out for... His not, views. Not for being... No, his uh, views. Yeah, like... No, being, he, he might do something. Did you not... Oh, I thought instantly that would actually spark the anti-vax... Yeah, but, okay, hang on. What's the percentage of vaccinated people in Melbourne? It'd be 95. I think it's 96%. Yeah. So who cares if he sparks anti-vax? Everyone's vaccinated. Is it not? Yeah. No, I, no I've heard no one talk about that. But if they just go, Craig Tiley, um, Tennis Australia, I'm yes. like, yes. you've actually just embarrassed the country to start with. And you've embarrassed Novak, who, don't be wrong, I don't, again, b- believe in whatever he's doing. But for that not to be sorted out before he left Serbia or Spain or wherever the God Dickens he was, the whole thing was cringy. It was really cringy. Yeah. We don't like talking about COVID here on... No, no, but, I'm just, but, but oh, more Novak. Australian, Australian Open, mate. Like That's why I was trying to look at it. Like from and I'm done with tennis. And I was like, Novak staying and playing. And I know, and I copped a lot of criticism on Twitter when I was like, I'd rather him play. Um, and they're like, well, have you have you got a loved one that you haven't seen? I was like, yeah, I haven't seen my family for ha- two years. Yeah, how, how, well, have you got a loved one who's sick? I see your dad's got leukaemia. They're like, well... <laughs> sorry, oh, it's shit, not, you I'm got me there. That, like, no, but like... You, I, know. Yeah, I, I don't have no interest in tennis anymore. But if Novak was there and the crowd was going nuts and it was the Serbians at one end, a bit like the soccer, Serbians at one end, oh, the rest going nuts. Booed like crazy. But, but the Serbian fans are mad too. Yeah. It, would have been a, it would have been an amazing sport viewing. Criticism on social media. Well, you, you'd cop it. You're, you're active. You can say that you've yeah. for a few days. But how, how is it? No, nah, I just want to like, You always, like it? You hate nah, it? I don't like it. I don't in fact, I'm lucky I don't get smacked too often. But I always, I always, if someone writes back to me, uh, write something bad to me, I always just write back, "Gee, you're a nasty pasty," <laughs> and like that just diffuses no everything. To Mate, it. They're like, "What's the, this bloke's off his head?" You're, you're a diffuser. I've I've seen it from you, and it's, yeah. it's actually quite good. You you engage yeah. someone who's going real hard. I, I would say eighty percent of the time, I'll get a message the next day saying, "Sorry, mate, I was pissed." Yeah, I had one bloke want to come around and fight, <laughs> and he was like, "Meet me at Bunnings." And I gave him like, "There's four reasons why we're not fighting tonight. One, I got a dicky shoulder. <laughs> Two, I can't fight. <laughs> Three, you're bigger than me. And four, get fucked." Yeah. No, and then the next fighting. morning, and then the next morning, he woke up and he wrote to me saying, "Mate, I'm really embarrassed and sorry." Um, what I originally meant was something a little bit funny, and it just didn't yeah. come. He's blind drunk. I'm like, what? And then he's... One, it was when Shuey was playing... West Coast was playing Port Adelaide and they were showing highlights of Luke Shuey kicking a goal after the siren against Port where some say duck, some say didn't duck. And I was like, they're showing the highlights and I was like, oh, mate, you better apologise to those Port fans. You ducked on seven. Oh, and you said it on seven? Yeah, yeah. A pre-game interview walking around the field and Shuey's laughing and he's... Anyway, but the bloke was like, doesn't realise we're pretty tight. And he's like, you're an asshole for taking having a go at the shoey. Right. Anyway, he wanted to bash me. What? What's the? Uh, what do you think about that? What about um text text line? You work for a radio station. Yeah. People texting all the time. Yeah, I run the text line. Yeah. Um, I've always have. 
It's, it's pretty friendly. I mean, I'm um, like Baz is a little bit divisive amongst you, you, you. Everyone wants to have a beer with you. So you're, you're but, not, that's what I like to do, and that's why I diffuse things. Like if I, I just don't care enough about my own opinion or anyone anything. else's opinion. Like, good on you, mate. You fucking want to want to go to a freedom march and block the roads. That's going to piss me off, but I just don't care enough to dispute it with you on Engage. Twitter. Like, I'm off. I'm going to sit out the back and sit in the pool with my two kids and take a different route. Whereas you'd, you, you'd be like, get oh, off the road. No. Oh, no. <laughs> well, like, I'm, I'm a little bit more abrasive than you, that's all. Mm. But I also, it's just funny you say that. Which I, why I just don't care enough about yeah, the but, person. Yeah, but I don't, I don't care enough either. I, don't, yeah. I, would never, I would never sit on a hill and be like, this is my yeah. only view. You can't say anything to change my mind. I've never been like that. But I'm also can be pig headed. Yeah. And, and and be opinionated. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. But if you have a good enough argument, I'll take you on board. Yeah. What, no. what, what, what does this mean to you? What does this mean? Caro's arrow. Yeah, they got, they got hit with arrow once. Talk about that? No. Yeah, no, don't worry me. Yeah. So you know yep. what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Caro's oh, arrow. Hang on. Caro's <laughs> arrow. What's, what, what happened there? Uh, yeah, that was interesting. Um, it was a cock up by me. Was it the bigger cock up as what it was? It was on live TV. Yes. It's important to understand on live TV. I've done not as much as you, but live TV, you know, no, no take backs either. Nah, nah. It's, it, no, it's no dump. Nah, no dump. Um, so the context is when you work in radio, so my wife was pregnant. And it was due within a month or something, our second child. Mm. And on radio, I'd been saying every day, like, every single every day, day, like I'm having the because the first kid, the labour with Ted went for 24 hours, and M slept eight hours of it. And I'm like, nah, the races are on. If I'm sitting there with a midwife student, we're going to watch the races or the cricket or the footy. Anyway, it was on Melbourne Cup uh, on Derby Day, uh, to, uh, LB, our second kid's birth, and. I made the comment that yeah I'll be I'll be watching the races this time round, and YM gets to work or whatever I'll just anyway it just got blown blown up uh, and I got arrowed for it. Uh, should I have said it? Probably not. Did I mean it as though like I'm going to sit there smoking a cigar whilst <laughs> my wife's in labour? I think that's probably. Did, a lot did of you time. have any further communications off 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 air off off the off the social with Carol? No, I haven't spoken to her. No, no. So her. Her, you're Has talking about sticks. I mean, hers yeah, is yeah. hers is that. I had a lot of feedback from Channel Seven support from people. Um, yeah, but nah, no, nothing from Caro. Which everything is fine. With, everything with everything with context. Like yeah, I, no, don't get me wrong. And, and I get national audience v. Uh, but I, when it came out of my, out of my mouth, I was like, oh. Uh, if you don't know, you don't know, and I get it. Um, and I, I apologise for it. So, like, if you apologise for something, maybe you think there might have been a... The apology was something you'll... Have you I don't think I've seen oh, it. End up getting quite a few views, the, apo- the apology is something you want to watch, Charlie, I reckon. Well, my, tra- track down the apology. Well, it, was, it, it was... Yes, you'd have. Did it you, like, and my little brother rang me. Did you record yourself? Oh, mate. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's a presidential apology. No, my little brother rang me. He's like, mate, you're in the arrow. You're... In, you're, you're cooked. He's like, done. You're on the couch. What's an arrow? Remember, you're on the couch. Yeah, but I was like, what's an arrow? So like footy classifiers, like, man, don't watch it. Like, what? And, of course, the time difference is it went to air over in Victoria. Nine. Yeah, 9.30 or whatever. So 7.30, man, I'm, I'm ripping into the peaking duck rolls at home. <laughs> and then I get a call, like, 
Hey, mate, you've just been shot in the head by an arrow. <laughs> you've just been hit in the head with an arrow. I'm like, yeah, right, what do we do? He goes, ah, oh. anyway. If you, if you feel like you've done something wrong, which I understand why people thought, not thought, I don't think many did, I think the support was probably around. It was just a off-the-cuff yeah. comment, but I understand both sides. So apologise, move on. I haven't seen Caro. Did an event for her when I was in year, my first year out of footy. Um, funnily enough, they... Her kid, son, daughter was a Melbourne grandma. And whoever was meant to turn up to this footy event pulled out. So they rang me at like the last minute and I turned up and did them a solid. Melbourne grandma boy. Used to absolutely I went to a, smack I, this bloke school. I went, honestly. I went to... Uh, we're going to get into a Xavier Ellis interview here because not only are you a media personality, you have played the game, you've played the highest level and you've played very well. I actually... Before we no, get, that's a lot. Before, before, sure before we get there. I went to a, I went to a party at Caroline Wilson's house. Did you? She yeah. wasn't there though. Um, and very, very... Yeah, it's quite... Um, some, the Melbourne Grammar crew, somewhere yeah. there. No, so I think her Point daughter... Her, 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 oh, Point down Lonsdale. Lonsdale. But her daughter was... A, School, maybe a year below or something. Yeah, yeah my year. I believe. So that's how I met her. Um, oh, was your year? Yeah. No, you weren't. No, you weren't. You're a year above me. You're above, yep. You're a year above me, buddy. What year did you graduate? 2005? Six. Did you, buddy? Yeah. You born in 88, though. Yeah. Oh, because of... Hey, you're my year at school. Yeah, yeah mate. You, you were not 2006. I was, mate. Hawks year. Yes. Yeah, I know. With my roommate. Yeah, I know. Okay, well, there you go. Back chat. We discover things every day. I'm not Joe Rogan. I won't die on this. That's, that's <laughs> you know, you're, you're not passionate about this. Uh, it depends, depends who said right, it. Right, you right, fall right, on that right, sword. Right, right. Xavier Ellis, the interview, right? This is, uh, we've, we've, no, no, it's, I don't want to hijack what you're doing. Sorry. No, don't hijack at all. Sorry. I just like drawing on pieces of paper. <laughs> um, What's this? It's a whippersnapper there, <laughs> mate. Now, we like to ask our guests, and I know you'll have an answer here because you're a talented man. What is your greatest ever sporting achievement? Not on the football field. Greatest ever sporting achievement. Mm. Oh, Tom, what did Tom Hawkins have? Because roommates, wasn't he a runner? Yeah, no, 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 high, high jump, jump, high jump, high, high jump. That's high right. Jump. So he, he won, could the, ju- won, won the APS high jump. Mate, he broke records. Andrew Bogan built, uh, beat Phil Helmuth in a game of poker. Okay. Um, Greg Hire, state chess champion. Can you just stop. I sound like an absolute loser. Um, what do you got? Okay, um, do I lie or... No, no. I would love Truth. to say, so I grew up around Scott Pendlebury. Da- Daniel Venables won the under nine 80 metre hurdles in state, okay. state champion. Um, I was gonna, so Scott Pendlebury, you know they always say basketball, basketball, but he always had me in basketball, so I can't even lie about that. Um, okay, year, so year 10, finished school in the AIS, not doing any cricket training or anything. Pull up and they're like, mate, you've got to do a summer sport. And I was like, I'm pretty into my footy. And like, now you've got to do a summer sport. So rolled out day one of um, cricket in year 11. So what we whippersnappers. <laughs> Went to Wesley uh, and one day and just peeled off a 209 not out and then tucked the bat under the wing and see you later, boys. This cricket, this cricket goes pretty easy. Did you retire? You go out. <laughs> ah, then when played first or whatever. But yeah, that, that 209. Was 209 in one player. day. School. And what year? How old were you? Oh, 15 or 16. Very good. Or and I was so I was dead set gave cricket away because I was scared of the ball. There's no line about that. There was one day Nick Smith played 200 games at Sydney. Yep, he was a spinner at Scotch, and there was this bloke. What called, type of spin? Like, uh, no, I think it might have been left hand off he was whatever he was. Yeah, it was it, good. He was, it was he might have been left hand off he. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he was uh he was bowling. I was like, I can sit here all day because he's open the batting. Now this bloke <laughs> called Dean Sheets. 
Sheetsy. And he'd roll in and sling it as I hard as fast. And, mate, it was frightening. <laughs> Honestly. Like Sean Tate. Sean Tate. What, he bowled like, bowled like Sean Tate. He had no idea what was going. And I was shit thing. at cricket, so I had no idea what was going. Anyway. Anyway, so I'd, and I was going to Ireland for uh, international rules maybe a week later or something. With the AIS. Yeah. And I was thinking in my head, if Dean Sheets hits me in the head or the jaw, I've got a broken jaw. If he hits me in the arm, I've got a broken arm. He was so quick. <laughs> anyway, I'm sitting out there and I'm, I felt like I'd contributed to Dean Sheets. Not even, like, I haven't spoken at Dean Sheets in 50 years. <laughs> I'm going to tag Dean Sheets. Anyway, he... Charlie, um, find him. He, I saw him on the bloody fine leg doing a bit of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, fuck that. <laughs> so Nick Smith was bowling and I hit him to like the boundary line. There was a fielder out there. And I, so it was a jogger single. And anyway, I'm like, this is, this is it, I'm out. Sprinted to the other end. Yes! Call, call One more. And then stumbled halfway down the wicket, run out by half, bat under the arm, left my cricket bag at school, never played cricket again. Goodbye. <laughs> Gone because you didn't want to face him. No, nah, mate, no shit. No, no, nah, I'd face him enough. I'd, I'd done me, I'd done my time without chicken being a chicken. Right. And then the second innings, right. Right. that was it. All right, so you, you faked a stumble right. to get that out. could be actually your best achievement. Ran myself out cold and then, but then played up like I'd oh, my spikes got stuck in the turf. Or <laughs> Go back nah. with the bat, pat it down. But I, I would have been the flattest bloke in the world if the keeper fumbled it. All right. So the like Xavier Ellis story, right? So we, we interviewed Tom Hawkins. He was a father. Yeah, son. You were dealing with stars there. I was yeah, just a battler, mate. No, well, he was, well, you know, a battler, mate. Top three draft pick. Mm. Um, Tommy Hawkins went a father son. I asked him on the podcast. If he hadn't have been his father hadn't played for Geelong, yeah. would he would he have got picked before you? And he no, fe- he, wouldn't have. he felt like he he would have. No way he wouldn't have. Why not? Well, to start with, we, he wasn't in my draft. He was too young. But yeah, yeah perfect. No, did he say that? No, yeah, he said he said he's no. That's the that's the hypothetical. Well, okay. If, well, you, if you and Zaver well, the year in the same twelve draft, season, the year twelve season, if year you eleven and, season. If you and Zaver in the same draft, who would have got drafted? Well, I was higher? drafted in year eleven. Yeah, no, he, no. he was still having puberty. <laughs> <laughs> he was still fighting to. Learn how to run, the big dope. <laughs> I was drafted bottom eight. He, he may still be fighting to find that. No, no he got it worked out now, the big fella. You a big fan of Hawk? Yeah, I texted him asking, hey, mate, how are you going? Hope COVID's going okay. Yeah. And I haven't heard back from him for three days. So, no, he's, he's poor on the text, big time. He's homeless. He's homeless. Um, so you don't think he would have been drafted above you in that? Not draft? near, not not under seventeens. All right, so you get drafted as number three. Under eighteen is very different. Yeah, yeah, he'd, he'd grown. Man. You get yeah, I used to play on him. So you get drafted to Hawthorne. You're a lob to a club in at the end of two thousand and five. You get there. Yeah, but year eleven. So that's, yeah. that's the confusion with what you. Yeah. So what did you go back to year twelve as a drafted yep. athlete? Yeah. How did that go? Nah, I just said straight away. Uh, so you drafted year 11, you went back and did year 12. Yeah, in, well, the, boarding, the, in the boarding house. Big dog at school. And played for Melbourne Grammar. I broke my foot, but yeah, well, the plan was, yeah. How did that um, go? That was amazing. You funnily been, enough, you would have been the big dog. I had 50 bucks allowance a week. I've said this on a few platforms. So I was getting paid. Back then it might have been 50 grand yeah. or something. Your top top 10 would have been 50, no, 45, but it, 40, yeah, 47. But, but back then it didn't, like it was like, yeah, drafted. Drafted players get this, rookies get that. So I'm not even 50 grand, but I'll get 50 bucks a week. From who? So you money went it. to account yeah. and then I got 50 bucks. Yeah. And that just went to a box of beer every weekend <laughs> and like or a box of Jim Bean. And <laughs> yeah. I still remember like some or of the, the, day, the day boys or Hawk or any of those boarders. They'd walk over and obviously I'm having six Jim Bean. Yeah, been a lightweight or whatever at the time. 
they go, oh, mate, can I trade you a uh, VB can for a Jim Beam? You're like, <laughs> mate, they're, they're free for all. Like, go your hardest and everything, and then we'll duck into the um, Arcadia every week, every weekend underage. Uh, we'd go to the Arcadia, and you'd walk up and put on the same display every time. The same bloke was there, had long hair. Uh, and you'd go, ID, boys. Oh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> ID. Hawk, you got my ID? <laughs> Oh, mate, nah, shit, where is it? You got it in your pocket. And then, in you come, boys. Tell you what, he nearly dropped dead when we turned 18. I was like, here's my ID, mate. I've been here for three years. Um, 2022, and you'd be doing that with vaccination status. Yeah, oh, yeah. No. oh, shit, where's my phone? Um, but no, no, it's, uh, yeah, that no, was good fun. Um, so you get drafted to Hawthorne. Uh, hadn't been successful. No, that was shit Priority pick. They were given a priority pick. So you get there... 2005, play 2006 or not at all? Nah. Sorry, that's what I was saying. Is I said any club that wanted to draft me, if I was lucky enough to get drafted, I just want to finish school. I don't care. And in terms of uh, my siblings, they were all very high 90s students at school. What were you? Lawyers. What were you? Uh, mid-70s, yeah. What were you doing? You're drinking a 50 Dra- Drafted with me 50 bucks in Jim Beam. <laughs> um, but... Uh, my parents are pretty academic as well, and they were pretty keen on me finishing school. And upon reflection, I don't think I missed out on play six games of footy or whatever it was at seventeen or um, year twelve. Finished school, and year t- it was the best year of my life. And I still reckon. Uh, I know we're talking about Hawkins a couple of times. Three hundred games of AFL footy. I reckon he'd still say his best year of his life was eighteen at school. Like we had an unbelievable time. So yeah, finished school. Actually, funny enough, broke my foot on a sprinkler cover that was broken in a practice match. Um, rolled my ankle on a broken thing, and then took my shoe off. That was like, geez, that's sore. Put my foot down, and a wasp went bang. Have that too. So mate, what? Yeah. So that night, I was. It was a holidays period, and Richie Vandenberg, who was captain of Hawthorne, had me stay with him uh, on Fletcher Street. I still don't remember. How I remember that, but Fletcher Street and Hawthorne. You had a good memory, and he. Um, I didn't want to wake him up because he's a tough nut. Rich was like, I love, just respected, you know. I think he might have missed the draft or rookie, tough captain, leading leading the charge, the fight between Essendon and Hawthorne. Yeah, he was just like, we're getting done. I'm in. I'm in. Punching, punching. (laughs) So I didn't want to whinge to him. So I still remember going, waking up at, I was 17, and my foot was like throbbing, like doing that. I was like, this is so sore. And growing up in the country, you get, go get the ice, go get the bag of peas or whatever. I remember crawling out of his house and putting my foot in the freezer. I was like, uh, I'm just going to sleep here. So I pulled out his bottom drawer of his freezer, slept on the floor in his kitchen, woke up and Rich was like, mate, your foot's no good. I was like, no shit. What's happened? Was anyway, the wasp or the broken? No, but I couldn't have surgery for two and a half weeks because of the swelling from the wasp. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so, mate, it was the biggest balloon. Anyway, so that's why I didn't play school footy or anything like that, but it was good fun to yourself. So, okay, so you come to a shit club, effectively. Well, I say shit club. Were, no, no. They uh, Franklin had yeah. been drafted. Ruffy had been yeah, drafted. Lewis the, had been drafted. But they'd, they'd gone through a bit of a... Well, they were still priority picks, so yeah, you're down the bottom. But they, and they'd, they'd gone through a rebuild as well, right? So oh, they, shit, and yeah. Clark had been his second... Done two years, yeah. So you move through that period. You don't play 2006. You play some games 2007. You come to 2008. And yep. a lot of people describe 2008 as a Hawthorne premiership that was stolen. Well, not stolen, but one, I don't know, before, I guess, your time. How do you reflect on 2008? You played in a premiership and won a premiership. How do you so reflect on that? I reckon in 08, we played, uh, funnily enough, Geelong might have dropped one early. We played Bulldogs and Tassie. 
both undefeated, maybe 10 and zip or something. And Geelong might have been 9 and 1 or something. And we won that and it was like, oh, we're, we're good. Clarko's like, you guys are good. Like, don't worry about this. I was 19, I was 20, Cyril 19, Birchall 20, Franklin 21, Ruffhead 21, Lewis 21. Like, That's a yard. Yeah, like you, you're pretty good. And then, of course, Hodgie and them. And you think, well, Hodgie, Hodgie and them were 24? That's still young. 25 mm. or something. Mitchell, the same age. Anyway, we played Geelong round 17 that year. And it was built up as like, when you're in Melbourne, um, can you remember the St Kilda Geelong game that Eddie had in 20... Yeah. 2009 or 11. Knocked someone out in the goal square. Gardner took a big mark. Guardy, it was All that sort of shit. It was built up like that. Friday night footy, 90,000 at the G, purely Hawthorne supporters, purely Geelong supporters, and a couple of you know, blow-ins going to be a good game of footy. And we got rolled um, by a goal or something. And Geelong was seen at that stage as ungettable. Like they might have just peeled off 16 wins or something ridiculous. And we lost by goal. And I, I remember leaving, and I still think it was probably the best game of footy I ever played. And I was like, oh, well, pretty proud of that. We didn't get done by 10 goals. And Clarko the next day... Saturday morning, we're doing recovery or rehab and gets the whiteboard out and goes, we'll win the flag this year. Guarantee we'll win the flag. We'll sort out two things. I can't remember what they were, but it was like... So he came in and said, you'll win the flag. And sorry, what round is this? Round 17. You'll win the flag. You'll win it. And you're like... Young blokes. A room of young blokes. Your chest is just... Could go either way, that one, though. Nah, well, it went the right way. Well, Bud was kicking 100 goals that year as well, and Ruffy was kicking 90. and So we had, like, a fair, best forward line in a long time. And then, yeah, in the grand final, they won the inside 50s. We rushed 12 points or 13 points. So Mark the, Williams was kicking points from our so teammate of mine from 40 metres away. That, so that, that grand final is the reason that you're not allowed to rush. Grand you're not allowed to rush them anymore. Yeah, yeah. Right. But that what, wasn't a Clarko directive. That was just, like, smart. Like, smart. I, I, no one told us to do it, but my people were just like walking over the line, and then off they'd go again. And yeah, um, so yeah, we, we Geelong were unbelievable. Did we steal it? I went in thinking we we're going to win it. So, well, tw- round seventeen, Clark was telling you you're going to win it. You'll win the. You'll win the. You flag had a good game that day. Yeah, I played okay. Uh, kicked on, it. You got, kicked you got, it like you got, shit. You got votes in the Norm Smith. I don't. No, I didn't. You didn't? No. No votes. Broke the record. Very similar scope. Very Broke similar. the record for the most marks ever in the history of a great AFL Grand Final. Still hold? Oh. Someone's broken as that. Oh, no. Nick Haynes from bloody gold to Giants when they lost by 100. <laughs> Where? He gets How Richmond. back can you kick <laughs> it? <laughs> he Richmond. He beat you. Mate, not one. Not, I'm being serious. Not one of mine was backwards. They were all forwards. So Nick Haynes lost by 100 points and has beaten you. Yeah, and you no don't shit. <laughs> And I drove across the Nullarbor to watch it in a motorhome. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't great. Anyway, so no, nah, it was just... We were just so young, mate. Like, even when you're one, you're like, what are you meant to do? Like, we're just... There's 100,000 people here. Like, what do we do? It's 28 degrees. It was so hot. Was it? Oh, it was so hot. Hotter than 2015? Oh, oh, I remember yeah. 15 No, no, no. This, this was hot as anything. So, and this is when... I, I, and again, sorry if people have heard this story. Um, Half time, we were hanging on. And, like, Geelong were peppering. Then we jagged a couple. Went in in front or just down. And we're in the room. And I was like, I am cooked. Like... <laughs> I've ran my ass out because back then I wasn't a bad runner. We had a few skinny boys running. Burning around. 
and I was empty. And I was like, shit, if I'm empty, well, at least 15 hours. half time or three, three quarters time. At least 15 to 22 are done. Like, we had, we'd already lost Trent Crowe and we'd lost Clinton Young. So we're two down on the bench from... Crowe came into the game with a broken foot. foot. Yeah, just And he properly broke it. And he tried to knock Selwood out on the way out, going, if I'm going, you're coming. And anyway... <laughs> um, and, and I remember the fitness coach, I was laying there as tired as I've ever been, just empty. And Andrew Russell, who has been... Carlton? Yeah, had been uh, Essendon 2000, uh, Port Adelaide 04, wow. Hawthorne through there, now yeah, he's at Carlton, wow. was like, boys, boys, Geelong just got in a freezer. They just got in a freezer. They hired a um, portable freezer, like a truck, and parked it underneath. Did and they, they all piled in. Did they? And I was like, they're more rooted than me. And that was the moment I realised, without a hair on I've my chest, just going through story. puberty, I was like, they're, they're so much more tired than I am. And that was like, for me personally, when I realised, game on. Does that, really? Was that actually true? Like, did you, did you find out if there was... Yeah, no, they had a freezer. Yeah, no, they had a freezer. So wasn't it must just have been... A, wasn't just a motivational seven thing. Seven or ten or whatever, had them yeah. falling into the back of a truck, yeah. That's good insight. Which, which Geelong would say... Um, they win the grand final. They'd say, "Oh, Hawthorne, the, the small things like get the boys in a freezer." Didn't come prepared. Didn't didn't prepare. We yeah. had the freezer. Boys' temperatures but dropped you really boys quickly. Took it as mental. They cooked mental, yeah. and that was what we were all about. No eight was even. We used to do running sessions, and another club would be there. We would never allow to touch, put our hands on our hips ever, or definitely not bend over or anything like Show that wiggles. ever. Like, who was that driven by? Clarko and that group, but so you'd run the two k and just be like, "Oh my god, that's it's hurting big time." No hands on head, no, nothing. Arms there. down, arms down, always. I've, I've got to be really honest and, and say a strong say. I fucking hated that shit. Yeah, well, no, don't put your hands in your knees. Why the fuck not? You would have done it in the fucking gun. Nah, what does that fucking mean? Then we used to watch another club train after us on Saturday mornings, and they all used to do it. So is that and, why you nah, mental edge? No, nah, we just. But then I go into a game going. You thought you were better than that. Yeah, okay. So with the freezer thing, was that a thing that other teams had done in the park? Like, yeah, I still do it a bit. Yeah. So it wasn't yeah. just a, a like. Let's it was an unusually hot day. I've day, done right? it in played in the Gold Coast, and I've had we played North Melbourne on the Gold Coast. Yeah. Really randomly, Ryan Davis, my good mate, his first game, he kicked a goal in his first game, and we had a freezer out the back. But don't, I don't know. I, I, don't, know. I just I can't imagine why. your body enjoying that. Oh, mate, it was re- it was twenty eight. It was mate. hot. It was. We, only- went, we went through a stage at West Coast where we would. It was compulsory to get in the ice bins at half time. Oh right. Yeah. So right. we would have used that against you too at the time oh, if correct. we knew. Yeah, correct. They're in ice bins. You're like, oh, I'm good to like. It, it's a funny game for you. Right? Mental is, as anything. Is, is twenty eight hot? No, no. So, but in very, Melbourne, but very in Melbourne, Melbourne you've gone from thirteens. Very and, Melbourne and thing to think twenty eight nines. I don't Night know why. If you're I, good, I, you're I unfortunately nighters. agree with Zave here. Like twenty eight in Melbourne is like thirty eight here, and in September too. It just it just is, mate. Yeah, it was it was like ten degrees days. hotter than you'd. So your body can't handle it, so it feels hot. First final night game, second final night game, grand final twenty eight degrees. You're like, wow. Oh. Right, so you win the twenty eight premiership, uh, two thousand eight premiership. Sorry, um, you you go through some injuries. Yeah. Do, do you miss one at Hawthorne too? Yeah. Nah, uh, so 2012, I played in that granny and hurt my left. I missed all 2012 season with an, uh, a knee and a, and a sore Achilles, which bites me in the ass. But anyway, uh, my knee was not great, but good enough. And 
Clarko trusted me and put me in, which respect that so much. Uh, but obviously I'd been uh, hobbling and whatever. I hadn't done a calf and I was hobbling and hobbling, but playing and not knowing you're hobbling. You know when you just change your mechanics a fraction? To, pinged a good calf in the 2012 granny. Like when? F- second quarter? Uh, and I jogged off. So I've just done a calf and I don't... No, you did it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It went, it went. And they uh, filled me full of local, like jab a soft tissue injury full of local, which never works. Anyway. You win the grand final. It's the best thing you've ever done. You lose the grand final. You're like, oh, that's sad. But then I missed 12 months after that as well. So I just could not get my leg back. And don't regret it. You win the grand final. It is part, like the best day of your life, minus having been married and kids or whatever. But um, then I missed, yeah. So, so, 20, so, 20, yeah, so 2012, you lose to Sydney. Yep. We had 25 more inside 50s, 25 more clearances. And Sydney just wasted your play. Just somehow similar to you in two thousand eight. Like um, to it, to it, to I a think set. we had something like fourteen of the first centre clearances. Right. Like it was going okay. our way. So okay, uh, so you lose, you lose two thousand twelve, yeah, twenty thirteen. Uh, play all year, yeah, and they and Hawthorne win and beat Frio. Yeah, uh, so you miss that. Yep, twenty fourteen, West Coast. You come to West Coast. Yeah, and Hawthorne miss finals. Yeah, but Hawthorne win again. Right. Yeah, they beat Sydney. Sydney again. And you don't play a full year at, at West on, Coast. Go. You, you oh, no. No, no, no. No, uh, no, you, no. I played... You played a fair, oh, fair 17 games. Yeah, you played a fair few games Did as, my as a backman. Yeah. And then 2015... Um, Didn't play the first nine games with a hamstring. Yeah. Had a um, hamstring in pre-season. You remember this story? Yeah. And uh, tell, against tell. Port Adelaide. Did a hammy. And someone sprayed me over the fence. It was like... <laughs> I love seeing you injured all the time. I love it. Didn't you? Might have... Tuned up. No, no, in, in, in Port Adelaide. Yeah, was in, in Adelaide, the yeah, small yeah. ground, and to- yeah. might have told him where to go. Just frustrated, yep. worked my ass off, had a buggered shoulder, managed to get back for... What did we get here? What did we trade you in here? And, and the, the Port fan was like, gave it to him, I love seeing you injured. And I, I just said... I said a word I certainly shouldn't have said... This person and they made a complaint to the footy club. Did they? Yeah, yeah. And um, Dobber. And I was like, oh, I've got the details. I'll apologise. I wrote like a four-page letter about you're a bully. <laughs> the wow. person bullied me. <laughs> I was like, how? Like I apologised for using that word around a kid, and I absolutely did. But you yelling that over the fence, you're a bully. I can't do anything. Like, what, what can I do for you abusing me? Yeah, who are you going to tell? Anyway, that didn't fly at all. And With then, who? The person? <laughs> no, of course not. Me lecturing them on being a bully in an apology So letter. where did that go? Uh, back to the footy club and then got fined. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> so how this happens, Dan. This guy's a Just nut. so you know, mate. So when something like that happens, the, 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 you know, a complaint will be made to the footy club and uh, the footy club will come to you and say, Look, I've done this as well, I will say that. Uh, time for you to make an apology. So Dave's done that. But, but the footy club does trust you to make an apology. So clearly, Zave has taken it upon himself it. to not apologise. No, no, I just sent it. I see, I've sent it. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. hey, I, got, the, I got fine. How's how's the guy going back to the club again? That's oh, pretty. Nah, to be if I reflect on it and f- reflect on my behaviour, which you got to do. If I made a complaint and then received that letter from the player, I'd probably make another complaint. <laughs> <laughs> right, so strongly worded letter went out. So no, no, but but like 
Not even no language or anything. But no, like, no, just no, no like, strongly worded. What example are you yeah. setting for the child yeah, that strong, apparently I've offended? Strongly yeah, like, worded yeah. letter. That's fine. Okay, yeah. so you got fines for 2015. Yeah. Came in. Um, made a grand final mm-hmm. against Hawthorne. Mm-hmm. It's your team that you win in 2008, lose in 2012, miss 2013, 14, yeah. and 15. Redemption. Is that what you're thinking? I thought we were going to win. I honestly, uh, and Hodgie, who I've spoken to about it, on the beers one night, he's like, mate, you're never beating us at the G. Ever. And I was like... So we won a qualifying final. Smacked him at Subi. And smacked like, him. 40 yeah. points. Yeah, smacked him at Subi. And I just went over there going, it's going to be a good game of footy, but I just think we're too good. But I was just... We were... Just, we were I remember after the game, Simo said, you were that close from being embarrassed. And I was like, nah, I reckon we were. <clears throat> why Why do you think that... What, what, what could we have done differently, West Coast, in 2015, to have, well, not won that game, but have, have not been... Nah, we couldn't have played any worse. Naturally, you did turn up with a bad day. I, like. I know, I know, I know. But what, 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 <laughs> what, what could we have done? What could we have done? What, what would you nah. have done? Like, we, would you have educated people about playing on the big stage? Would you have... Would you have nah, if we'd uh, played 100 plan, times, that was our... Worst performance you'd get in 100. I know, but why did that happen? No, I just... You can't... I don't know. Like, it's just... It was a shit day. It was such a bad day. We've thrown around the idea in the past on the podcast about a best of seven or maybe... Not best... Best of seven with the NBA, but if you did a best of three, do you think you guys could have taken it? No, game on. 2018, it means more to you that you went to Collingwood on their home deck and went whack. Oh, yes, but in 2015, let's say you guys played a best of three. Given how poorly you played that game, do you think you were good enough Maybe. to be... Nah, but if I turn up and Hawthorne played so shit, I wouldn't have been like, hey, have another go at it. Like, yeah. I'm off, I'm out. So so my reflections on it, having played 18, was... So we, we did the same thing. We didn't smack them, but we beat Collingwood in the qualifying final at home. And the difference oh, is... Oh, the Lewis Jetta. Yeah. The differences between the two... Tom Hawth- Phillips had a lot of disposals that day. Do you not, or do we gone missing, still searching for him. No, no, played had a lot of footy. Oh, so had a, <laughs> I had a little bit of lick, did you? That helped Ted's private school fun. <laughs> so, so, uh, so Hawthorne twenty fifteen in that grand final, like you said, we thought we were better than them, so we're gonna we're gonna beat them. Yeah, twenty eighteen we beat Collingwood, but the preparation for that grand final was. We weren't better than them. Like we had to prepare again to beat them. I don't think the preparation was good enough in 2015. That's my opinion. Yeah, I can't remember that well, but at Hawthorne, we certainly always prepared. Like, remember against Frio when they came over, and Clark, I was like, they can't beat us. Like, they can't beat us. So get out of your mind any doubt of losing. They can't beat us. If, if you, you play, do what you're meant to do. If you, we used to talk about everyone I, playing. Seven, I think we just seven thought we were going to win, though. I think in 2015, yeah. we thought we were going to win because we because yeah. we'd done it and we'll just do it again. But yeah, we always spoke about it. Hawthorne, get get your seven was essentially the phrase. What's that mean? Everyone plays a seven out of ten game, so we used to always get a rating from Clarko with a comment out of ten. Eight was a really good game. Nine was out unbelievable. Bud kicks thirteen. You're a ten. Like no one ever got a ten. Uh, Get your seven. There was some stat that obviously they derived from, you know, the, the past. It was 15 players got seven out of ten. You never lost a game of footy. So that was where that came from. Just do your job. Just And, and Clarko's a mad Bill Belichick. Like a, a mad <laughs> I can Bill, see that like, as like, well. Like, you know the story about his right-hand man who was on a flight? And Clarko met him. And I think this is right. Or this is not, Clarko met him overseas. And um, met who? Belichick. Belichick's right-hand man. 
and McDaniel's uh, chewed the fat. Yeah, yeah. it is his name, but I don't know if it was being chewed the fat. And Clark went to meeting as I'm out tomorrow going to from New England, Boston to New York or something. Clark booked the flight next, uh, booked the seat next to him on a plane and just had him for 20 hours or for four or two. um, But no, Clark calls it his Bible. Bill Belichick and get get your seven was like just do your job. Sounds uh, like the um, the four hundred plus that that you guys had. Make sure he has tatted on his ass. ass. Yeah. yeah, an embarrassment. Yeah, got some questions from that family a little later on for you. Okay, so twenty fifteen, uh, we lose. I know it's a big disappointment for you because you you're in you're ma- a more. massive regret. And I don't have many. If you go like I don't have regrets. I live like I have no regrets. You're like, yeah, no, I don't tell it, dickhead. No, you went to a red <laughs> light. Like you're short. Like you wanted to give 400 bucks to the cops. Um, correct. A regret. I didn't shake any Hawthorne players' hands after the game. Sat there like a dick. Why? I just was like, oh my god, that's embarrassing, and just sat there. And that is that is funnily enough a regret that I didn't go around huh. and shake 22 of my because the year before I was celebrating with them. Yeah. At Crown, you, you it was personal for you 2015 though. Yeah, I, I'd still like to think I was a better person to go and say. Yeah, but you, you wanted it. Nah, like, I wanted so bad, but you don't get anything in life. I should have gone over and shaken everyone's hand. So when do I, you, didn't, I didn't shake anyone's. So when do you finish? What what year do you finish? 16. 16? Yeah. So 2018? West Coast, yeah. You, injury, enough. Were, were you done, 2016? Oh, I told enough? Simo. I was 28, and I remember driving in. I was having trouble with leg. 28's young. 28's very young. Uh, yeah, I missed three years of footy. Like, and I said I'd rather do my knee three times because you've got to start point at end point, not rehab for four weeks, Heard ping a calf. Rehab for four weeks, ping a calf. Um, I did a calf in the waffle and I sat in the rooms early and Simo came in, who I respect so much, gave me a second opportunity. And he's like, how are you? I said, like, no, no dramas, whatever. And I, he said, the next day, I went into his office and said, mate, I'm done. I'm out. See you later. Was see you later. Was that the and, last game you played? Yeah, or? and Simo was like, I could see it in your eyes. That I could see it that you were just done. Yeah. So you finished end of 2016. 2018, uh, West Coast goes on and wins a flag. Mm. What, do you, what do you feel? Like, what, how Thrilled. do you feel? Thrilled. Thrilled. And then if Hawthorne now go on and win flags... I'll be over the moon for Hawthorne. Like, it's just when you're amongst the battle, I'm so happy for you guys. I've turned into, like, a nuffy, a real nuffy for some reason. But um, <laughs> What do you mean, real nuffy? I was, I mean, if you gave me a flogger in the cheer squad, I would have been on the fence. <laughs> Where's Coach? A flogger. Where's Coach? I would have your face paint everything. But I don't know, just... Because you know the boys? Well, I've done it. Been there, done it, and... Careers aren't fulfilled without flags. It's as simple as that. Like, I look at Matty Pavlich, who is unbelievable and gave everything for a premiership and could not have done anything more for a Couldn't premiership. Couldn't be a better player. Couldn't, could not have been any better. He was so good. All, all Australian Nick, every Re- Nick, Nick yeah. Rewalt. Yep. Unbelievable. But they would give that back. To win a to to win a flag, not to have my career and win a flag, but to to win a flag, and um, I, I realised the joy that you, you get that you are the best, you, you are the best, and um, it's done being done over twenty five weeks. You, you're the best best team, and the the camaraderie, and 
earlier that year you're in Kokoda or you've done a footy trip somewhere or it, it just builds. It doesn't just start on day one, round one. It starts years in advance, months in advance, whatever. So I'd done it. And then to see you guys do it, having been on the journey for four years in there um, and replace me with someone who could play, <laughs> and away you go. No, I remember thinking, and Luke Shuey, Norm Smith, I mean, Lecker, JK, all the guys, um, they've all got different stories. Like, everyone's mm. got a story. Like, Luke Shuey's not, like, just landed on the MCG and dominated. Like, his story is incredible. Yeah, like, it's, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I was a nuffy, full nuff. And I had a few bucks on West Coast too. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get a little, uh, I think we get a little betting segment out of Zave before he leaves. We'd like that. Yeah, you like Oh, that? if you need to. Yeah, what do you think? Fine, I'll find you something. Um, I think it's about the Zave Ellis story there, but before we end that, you and I played with each other and against each other. Yeah. Right? I thought we might just go through a couple of stats right. to finish off your little no, segment. No, it's embarrassing. Where, where, what am I missing? No, I don't think it is. Am I, I'm missing... I'm missing um, I'm missing us, Charlie. I'm missing us. Have you got that over there? It's on the run So, No, no, no. When we're against each other. So with each other, um, I think we did quite well, Charlie. No, we would have, been, we would have done well. I think we did well together. Uh, against each other, we played each other three times. Yeah. 2008, 2010, 2011. Mm-hmm. Do you remember them? 2008. That's a long time ago. Well, funnily enough... Yes, 2008, Friday night, MCG. We got you by, I'm going to have a guess, 40 points or something? More. Bring it in, Charlie. 126 to 69. 18 goals, 18 to 9 yeah. goals, 15. No, I, remember, I remember that night because it's an easy one to remember because West Coast don't get me Friday nights at the MCG. But I do. I played on Adam Selwood for a bit. I played on... Did you play well? No. Nah. 23 touches. Okay. 23 touches. Two tackles. I don't think Clarko was thrilled with me that night. Well, how do you reckon John? No, Wurst- I definitely how do you think, think John Worsfold was happy with my game. This is my sat line. <laughs> I'll go from the other end. Two marks. That's all right. That's all right. Kick ins. Six disposals. Poor. No, well, it depends what Franklin did. Five handballs. <laughs> not a big day. That was when West Coast were no good, though. Uh, well, yep, Scully was playing for them. One kick just for that day, 2008. 2010, we play each other. Any idea where that is? Or 2010. Uh, over at Subi? Yep, that's correct. And I reckon we got rolled. You did. You lost yeah. by a goal. I reckon we got rolled. Uh, no, no, I remember it. Mate, Nick Nat. That was the coming out of Nick Nat Anui. Was uh, it? Yes. It, no, it, no, it, it wasn't. wasn't. No, no, it wasn't that game because I played. Oh, you didn't play that one then. This one, you know what this game is? No one knows this. Round seven, May 8. Is, my old man died three days before this game. I, I only came this, back. I came back and played. I oh, know, I went, never went home. Never went home and played. Very good, Charlie. So, I fucking played one of the best games I've played. And we, okay. And, oh, fuck. I don't, think, I don't think this is this game. So no, I don't you think guys, you guys got us. In this is one hundred and two to ninety four. That's a big scoring game. No, it wasn't. No, one, I, one, I remember coming over and losing to West Coast because we kept kicking right. it out in the full. All right, and so Clarko goes. Subiaco's so skinny. Don't kick it out in the full. And so, kicked it out in the full like twenty five so times. So we've just bought it back a little bit. Schofield eleven disposals this time. Seven handballs, four four kicks, zero marks, three tackles though, two hit outs. Charlie, <laughs> two hit outs. Cox in that annoy. What was what you thinking? What about this? I'm more One inside with, 50. What about... I'm impressed with his tackling. Xavier Ellis, five tackles. Oh, boy. 
15 disposals, three marks. Pretty low day for you. One yeah. goal assist, three inside 50s, three f- free kicks, four. Yeah. 2011 is the last game we played against 11, each other. 11. Where's that? That's down Tassie. Have I nailed that? G- genuinely have not. And I'll yeah. sub. Have not given you any. You've yeah, this isn't. I, no, this I've got subs off. I did my calf. York Park, Tasmania. Yeah. Round four, tw- 2011. Yeah. I think I got subbed off too. <laughs> Harder to tell. <laughs> well, nine disposals, who knows? But you've had 14, eight marks. You liked a mark, didn't you? Yeah, get out. Get out. Not a lot of goal assists from you in any of those three games, but that that's it. Uh, yeah. two that was, that was, am I right with that? You, you, yeah, you yep. win by goal. You win by one goal down at Tassie. Yeah. Ah. We're about together. West Coast have always been great in Tassie. We're about together. Together. No, that's, that's, that's against. That's against. You got it together? Who's giving us together? Anyone? Should be there. Ah, that's fine. That's okay. That's okay, Charlie. Uh, together, we'll come back to it. You know what it's time for, Zave? This is a little bit of, uh, you know, actually before. Yeah. Time for a wee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's almost time for a wee. Now, it's time for you send it, we read it. Okay. <clears throat> I have our time together before we get there. Xavier Ellis, total at Eagles. With Okay, so... Xavier Ellis, you played 34 games for West Coast. Yeah. 21 wins, 12 losses. That's a pretty good ratio. Nine goals, was it? At 61%. With Will Schofield, 26 games. Played yeah. 26 games together. 16 wins, 9 losses. 61%. Still at 61%. That's a ratio, yeah. Um, together, look, Scoey averaged 15 disposals. That's actually quite good for me. Actually, very good mm. to be really honest. Xavier Ellis, we never touched it down the back. Like when we got a little goal, it was like oh, that'll do. Then yeah, we moved on. yeah, I know. Well, we I mean, we played together in the back line. We, we never touched it. None of us ever touched it. We should have, shouldn't we? All right, that's in the bin. <laughs> Goodbye. You send it, we read it. Now uh, the people write to us emails, and they send it, we read it. Okay, makes sense. Whatever they send, that's this, real radio stuff. This that's is from yeah. I've got. How, how do you come up with some of those just real grabs in Radio Land, mate? Like you just did then. <laughs> you send it, we read it from Sean Host. Sean Host. All right, Sorry. We're that one. Sorry. I've missed one, have I? Yeah, we've missed one. Oh, who's this from? Here's Dan. Keely Judge. Keely Judge. Very big fan. Uh, I'm going to read this out. Yeah, we right. love Keely. You're, and you're involved in this, Dave. They sent it to us before they knew you were coming, but it's for you as well. Hey, guys, happy 2022. Uh, look, Thanks, Keely. I think this gets sent to us in an appropriate time to wish someone a happy new year. It has passed that time. Just get a poor whippersnapper while you're... Um, uh, well, I'm going on. Uh, no, nah, I'm, I'm good on the whipper. Okay. Work tomorrow morning. Are you still going to do back chat merch? I vote shirts in 2022. The yeah. answer is yes. That's correct, Keely. Do you buy one? Actually, you're not, not going to buy one. We'll give it to you. No, we'll give it to you. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll wear it every I'll support, day. I support the you're a friend of the family. Um, I don't mean to bring up another podcast in this one, but do you listen to Hamish and Andy's pod? I've listened to every Hamish and Andy podcast, I reckon. Yeah, done Africa quite a few times, and when oh, you their shows, yeah, like so back did from like oh six or seven whatever, and they just did what they want. They were yeah, like, and we're going to go to Africa. We're going we're gonna to do a show. So I was on, but I was on like middle of nowhere in Africa, no reception. Oh, but I had right. all these downloaded podcasts, flights, everything. Love Hamish and Andy more than any other radio show or duo or yeah. Movie Legends. star, Hamish and Andy, it were for me growing up. I mean, living in Melbourne, I know they had a big event in Perth once where it was sold out or 10,000 went to NIB or whatever. Not allowed to come anymore. Mate, it was in Melbourne. Like, they would go, we're going to do an event at the MCG and 20,000 people would turn up. 
But the best thing about Hamish and Andy were you could be at the pub in Richmond on a Sunday and Andy could be there with a mate having a beer. And you're like, oh, my God, that's... The people's, they're the people's people. That's yep. right. So Gilly's, Gilly's brought it up because oh. she said, Dan referenced 12 Degrees of Kevin Bacon in an older episode, so I assume Did that you? I listened to Hamish and Andy. But I think that's a... I don't think Hamish Nanny created 12 Degrees of... I don't know what you're talking about. Kevin, basically, we're all going to be linked to Kevin Bacon somehow. Like, we could oh, find 12... Five weeks. degrees of separation. Uh, it's know, it's exactly yeah. that. Um, oh, so within 12, you'll get to Kevin Bacon. Yeah, so I asked because they do a special skills segment, and on Coast to Coast, Oscar and Hammer spoke about Jack O'Nelson's special skill of knowing what boots every player in the AFL wears. Do you know that? Jack O'Nelson knows... Well, you, you, name a, you name a player, he knows yeah. what type of boots they wear. Not, not Nike, like... Nike oh, no, nah, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you that stuff. Yeah, no. Nah. Um, so the questions are, what would you, what would you, your special skills be? Oh, I don't really have one. You have one? I mean, you remember those names, uh, those games. Yeah, no, I do. I'm pretty good at remembering games. If your we, games? Yeah. Can Are you visualising them or do you just I, remember I can visualise something out of it, yeah, generally. Yeah, there generally I can visualise something. I reckon I can pick when someone's um, had a haircut. I reckon that's that's always been a skill of mine. Is it a skill? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I generally... Charlie, I generally right? Charlie's not happy with I it. I generally walk up and go, I mean, hey, Charlie, haircut, nice cut. You, you've, yeah. you've washed your hair today. Yeah, I washed it. I didn't notice, though. I felt it. No, cool. I'm talking... I'm not saying it's wash. Nice. I'm saying haircut. Anyways. Uh, look, I don't think I have a special skill, to be honest. Not not, not very good. Um, and, and Keely's asked for Jacko on the pod uh, to test his we can special skills. Keely's down for Jacko. No, no, we can get yeah. Jacko on. We can get Jacko on. All right. Thank you, Keely. If we can get Zay, we can get Jacko. Oh, hang on. He does say yes to everything, though. Sean Host. Uh, hi, guys. Long-time listener. Love everything you do. Question for Will. That's big props. Let's say Anzabe. I remember watching you at preseason training many years ago at the old Subiaco Oval and was absolutely blown away with how fast you were up close. Okay. He writes his own emails. Yeah, he does. Yeah. It blew me away the way you covered the ground. All right. Let's rein it in, Sean. Uh, yeah. And to this day, I still talk about it. Yeah, so it was real. Not long after your match, Sim, I, I, I've seen you leave your breakfast on the sideline. Sorry? So you either place the sausage and muffin on... on Abs- I, I, Sean, look, first four lines of that, couldn't agree with you You're more, You're a good mate. runner, I'll give you that. Was quick. Um, even later in the day, I was quick. I used to set the speed records for the, for the game. I reckon the last game I played, I was the quickest man on the ground. How about that? Funnily enough. How about shut up, you both of your asses? In my second practice game for West Coast, I set the speed record. <laughs> I got pushed in the back. <laughs> and you know when you're running and you can't stand up? You know when you, before you fall over? Boost. And you just can't come up. And I was running with my head down. <laughs> and at the end of the game, they're like, you know, the Monday, they're like, gee, was, mate, you hit a really good speed. I was like, no shit, I got launched out of a cannon. <laughs> uh, look, uh, no, I've never, never been a spewer. I don't think I've ever spewed after a training session. Oh, didn't, right. didn't work hard enough. Sorry, so Sean. the question is, can you remember any teammates that potentially pretended to be sick from exhaustion just to either get out of the next drill, uh, next drill or try to show the coaches he's training the house down? Uh, it says, P.S., I reckon Sam Mitchell would be an awesome guest, okay? Yep. Tom, Tom Barras was this. So, I, did a okay. I, I was going to say, maybe we don't name names, but... No, no, Tom, he would love this. So, Tom in his first year, and I wasn't a good runner when I was at West Coast. I was well past my prime. And I did a running session with Tommy Barras. It was like <laughs> eight 400s. And after reckon four, he was spewing. I was like, mate, you're dead. You're Tommy, right. Tommy is a spewer. Is he still a spewer? Till, yeah. Still a spewer. Look, I was going to say some key position players at West Coast, mainly in the back line. May or may not have found um, 
reasons to not partake in the 2K time trial. Oh, everyone, every I'll, club's got that. I will say, well, you were one of them. Well, because you, I No, 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 you Mate, were one of them. Try you, I've you got never, half an Achilles. You never. I've got half an Achilles, you can't run on a half You never ran a 2K time never trial at West Coast. Coast. Nah. At Hawthorne, I did a And you time. did a deal with Adam Simpson to nah, not do that. Correct. That no, shit, no, don't incorrect. lie. Don't lie. You're right here on no, camera. No, no, they were making bet. The coaches were making bets one year whether I'd get under a certain time or not. They made a and line. You didn't, and you still didn't. And you still didn't run no, it. I didn't do it. Never no. ran one at West Coast. Sam Mitchell never ran one as a player. Yeah. I, a lot of deals getting done on What's the table. The well, I will tell you what. Just well, like a cash. The deal. The deal. Hey, no, mate, no. I'll come play for you, but I'm not oh. doing it. I'm not. Tell you what. I would have asked probably more money first if that was the deal. <laughs> if we were doing deals, I would have gone maybe a little more coin. All right. This is from Adam Hart. G'day, Hardy. How are you, mate? Hey, guys. Loving the new pod. Quick question: What the hell is the AFL going to do this season with all these COVID cases infiltrating the clubs? Surely they can't do what the Big Bash is currently doing: cancelling and rescheduling games every five minutes. Uh, this is from... Oh, sorry. Yeah, Adam Hart. No, that's right. Adam, under, no, no, score, no. under, underscore, score, underscore. Very good, Adam. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. I'll fire. Yes. Treat it like a calf injury. 90% of my mates have had COVID now. They're in Melbourne. They've all had it. Treat it like a calf injury. Miss a week. This is do, America. This is the American model. Yeah, do, do, do your seven days. Get a negative test. And away you go. Health and safety what protocols. What do you think? I have no idea how it's going to pan out. That, that, that's, if, they tr- that's, if they try to be too protective, yeah, you're going to have to reschedule games. But, but, but I, I, yeah. I think too, it's the luck of the draw of the season. So, for example, if you because tra- you don't get tested, is it three months again? So you've had it, you're not touched for three months out. Like you, you don't get tested, you're just away. So you go, oh, but what happens if um, Fife, Brayshaw, and Sean Darcy all get it in one game? And you go, well, unfortunately, they're out. But what happens if Fremantle playing Richmond and Dusty, Tom Lynch, and um, Dylan Grimes have it? Like, it swings and roundabouts. You take a punt on one game. The only treat thing, it like Just treat it like a Yeah, but the injury. only thing is, with that, mate, all the states don't have the same rules. So well, that's, Coast, that's outrageous to start with. We're well, in, if West Coast, something happens at West Coast, it'd be different to happens in Melbourne. In, like, but fast forward, we're still two months away. It's going to be everywhere. I don't have great confidence that that's, well, that's going to be the case. They're going to have to get West Coast and Freo into a hub. They're not going to be able to stay here, mate. Do you agree with that or not? No, I, reckon, I, I honestly reckon in two months' time, it it's, it's yeah, not even a letter. It's just like, it is what it is. Yep. Like, yeah. And Candice, let's go. Hi, guys. Loving your pods as always. Keep up the great work. Oh, this is a longie. Uh, since you have well-known media personality on the pod this week, I thought I'd ask, how does West Coast go about... I think this was for Josh Gart, by the way, but that's fine. We've moved on to another week. I thought I'd ask, how does West Coast go about Dreaming putting up Josh players Gart, for shows? E.g., in the old days of the footy show, game day, talking footy, Mark uh, Uh does the club ask the players, okay, who wants to go on, or they specifically send one player who is media trained, or do the players just simply say no? Um, you hardly ever see West Coast players on any shows, whether the club is winning or losing, even with the current shows. That's a whole lot of... Uh, like, it, it, it wasn't like, hey, who wants to go on this show? It was media department putting folks in, but that media department knew who, so who, who, of, who was capable. I reckon they put you in categories. Who was capable. Yeah. They had the capable, they had, okay, he can answer some questions, but he's not going to give it too much away. And then they had, do not put him in front of the camera. But then there was the stars as well. Yeah, true. So stars were separate, and then there was capable. Yeah. I'd say, I'd say, Zave and I were the same. Capable, capable and acceptable. Not, not stars. Stars 
Yeah. Who knows? Oh, okay, so this I mean, it sort of leads in the next bit. Down the other side as a journo slash producer, do you request certain players or do you just take whoever the club's uh, says you can have? I, you know, often you'd request a certain player because you think that's going to give you the best interview, but often team, players, uh, well, clubs a, there's go, a roster, yeah, uh, yeah. Nah, he's got this and this, but you can have this person instead. And you sort of, but like, but in the, the meeting, you got no, you got no leg to stand on. Yeah, okay, we'll have. Yeah, we'll, ha- we'll take. I've requested Fifey, and I've ended up with um, Liam Henry, who I love, At, for example. And yes. You go well. The conversation we'll have with Nat Fife to a second year four. It's all like you just take what you get, though. The other thing is, to be honest, often the stars some of the worst chats. Sean Darcy. Uh, we had him on Triple M. So he's a country boy. Who's your Freo representative at Triple M? Sonny. Yeah, he'd be right? good. No, no, but uh, yeah, but we had Sean Darcy on, and I said to him a question. I, I can't remember what it was. <laughs> he dropped the F. Two F bombs in it. In his answer. <laughs> Triple M or seven? Triple M. Nah, Triple M. Two F bombs. Like, John. What do you? What do you do? I think. I think the question was. What are you going to do tonight, Sean? Do you, do you get a chance to have a stubby or something like yeah. this? Oh, oh fuck. I'm fucked. I might go home and just have a fucking feed. And you're like, holy shit, we're live. And I'm laughing. I'm thinking that's hilarious. <laughs> but of course, the um, Luke broadcasting it and thinking. Luke oh. from uh, Frio is probably not happy with that. Uh, also, side note, I think you should do a show with Butsy hosting again. Yeah, oh. look, we've put that, we've put that Dan out to Butsy. Be guest. I'm not I'll sure. Let, I'll let you know. I'll put it out to Butsy. I'll, I can read the text message. You're not keen. Uh, he, he lives about 400 metres down the road. I said, Butsy, half an hour of your time every 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 couple of Mondays, we'd love to What's have you on. Who knows, mate? Yeah, oh, look, knows. I'm not a bit of, you know, I've been known to ban people from the show. Butsy's not banned, but I will say. But what, what is he doing work-wise? I don't know, mate. He's working for Nokia. He's working for Nokia. 3310s, I believe he's selling. <laughs> no, if you're if you on a snake two, if you a snake two on the All right. Well, we've got a big social media ahead of us, so I'm going to skip the rest of the you said it, we read it. Sure. We're going to have to bank them for next week. You know a lot about so- social media. Social media. This isn't your first time on Backchat. No, I backchatted at, yeah. uh, wasn't it West Coast? It was mate, yeah. might have been at um, Subi, old yeah. Subi setup. Oh, so a while ago. Yeah, long time but ago. No doubt social media has followed you through that. Very, very big segment across Perth media. I'm sure you know about Triple M. Yeah, mate, well, I often steal stuff from it. Right, perfect. Um, <laughs> that's, where, that's where content comes from. Great. Ben underscore. So don't worry about putting this podcast out. I'm running it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that plenty of times. on 6 Moulton, not 1990. 1990. Would you, uh, what would he rather? This is for you, Zay. With me, okay. Uh, to have won the 2015 flag or a lifetime supply of single fin? <laughs> nah, it's funny. and The, <laughs> the single fin stuff is, it, it stems back from, you know that, um, what's the ad where it's like, Big Bloke's like, I don't like beer anymore. Oh, the Canadian Club. Canadian, Canadian Club. I actually hated beer for so long. And I used to get so hungover. And I just, it was painful. And then I found this beer and I, I can now have as many as I want in terms of, and then wake up and I'm bullet, bulletproof, touch wood. Um, so th- it's not like I drink a shitload of them. But this is the only beer I drink, like pretty much. It's like I just know that I'm going to be happy and healthy. I'm taking the 2015 every day. Wow, yeah. Having said that, you, the gauge you, you road... Said, you is, said that your career was unfulfilled without a premiership. Well, I got one. I oh, know. Oh, I'm just saying. Oh, so... Oh, you oh, were, shit, I'll take the beers. <laughs> um, uh, but the gauge roads down in Frio at um, A-Shed, next to Beach, you know, with the Rotto. Yep. Ooh, pretty good. Unbelievable. Really? Unbelievable. 
It's, it's the best joining. It's the best joining Perth. Yeah, okay, and I've got no heard it if it, no, I have no, no affiliation with no, them. We only have affiliations like with Whippersnapper here. Whippersnapper, who I love. If Whippersnapper did a beer, I'm sure you'd drink that. Oh, man, Look, you've got to appreciate this username, Bevan underscore Howl underscore full stop underscore. I feel like we're chucking a couple of extras in there, and we love it. Thank That's you, Bevan. Um, is Xavier Ellis or his kids sponsored by Colorado? I, I believe know. it's a clothing brand. So I, I think, what's his name? Bevan. Yeah, Bevan. I think Bevan's got Colorado and Country Road. Oh, so he wants to sponsor him? Nah, there's a running gag. And I'm not fashionable, I get it. I'm wearing Shane Warne riding a cigarette. Like, I'm, I get it. Um, <laughs> Your shorts are Shane Warne riding a cigarette. So I'm no good at fashion, but you know the Country Road jumpers uh, that are like... Nice. Pick your colour. There's yeah, like a bit of Melbourne seven, grammar. Eight or nine yeah, colours. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I've got like six of them. My kids have got a few of them. I just they're, they're just bulletproof. So is Bevan and, an owner of one of these? No, no, I think Bevan thinks so. I get heckled all the time, like oh, okay. about oh, you okay. turning up on your doorstep. Okay, okay. I, th- I think that we're no, well. Colorado, if any, so. any representatives from Colorado are listening, Dave will be open. I'll wear Colorado. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, wear absolutely. As you heard, inject him with anything for a bit of. Oh <laughs> mate, you got a million bucks. Just do what you want with it. Underscore Dilbert. Underscore. Yep, we love that. One v one post footy Zave. Versus a post footy Scott Cummings, who wins? Oh, Scotty Cummings, he's, he's a big beast. man. He's what are we, do, what are we doing first? Yeah. While drinking, oh, no, Scotty Cummings. Only Scotty Cummings. He was so talented at footy too. By the way, no, no, um, no. Scotty Cummings, hands down. I love Scotty Cummings. Yep. Very good. Um, so this is from uh, Danny Ali Alio. Okay, which which one do you want to go to? Oh, let's go to the first one. We'll okay. go both of them. Right, we'll, we'll give her a couple. Okay, I want to before, know how na- save. before naming who that is. If yeah. anyone doesn't know who that is. I want, to go, I want to know how Zabe gets his front lawn so green. It's so yeah. lush at for this time of year. Any secrets? So my front lawn's dead as a doorknob. Yeah, I've heard this. Orange. But my back is, is my backyard's as perfect as you'll get. Bit of but feedback, potentially a bit too much time on the magnolias. Oh, mate, French Penny Boulevard. It's unbelievable at the back. The backyard is like, it's funny. And my goal in houses or whatever is like, if the kids have a sick backyard, I don't care what. Inside is like, and inside's not great. The backyard's great. Front yard is shit out. So that's my next job. So your lawn's looking a bit average. Oh mate, you can't walk on it. Not not because of prickles. Is that dead? It'll spike you. Positively green. I interviewed uh, Michael Martens over at Six PR. Hmm. Yeah, I reckon I might send this little segment across. Maybe a bit of lawn segment for. Positively green in WA because it I'm, sounds like you need a little bit of it. So I just need front lawn and retic. I had retic put in the backyard. Is there, is there some you shade lawn, in the backyard? Are you a lawn guy? Look, in Perth, you can't, you can't nah. have good lawn in Perth. Well, mate, you can if you don't stick to your watering days. <laughs> Not that I don't, but backyard is schmick. Like it's, um, front yard yeah. is so no. bad. No, it sounds, it, it sounds embarrassing. Bad. It does it's sound embarrassing. Bad. You know what? It deters people from rubbing you. Right. No, there you go. Right. I've got two theories. Right. Bad lawn and top of a hill. You you know, you, water's running If you're going to rob a house, you're not going to go to the top of the hill. <laughs> <laughs> walk up a big hill and get to Rob's. All right, this is question number two from Danny, and we'll we'll for listeners that don't know who that who Danny Alialio is, we'll we'll uh, we'll let you know after this question. Because, and I want you to read this in full, please, Dan. Hi guys, please ask Xavier if he cooked his sausages the whole way through on Saturday, as I had it coming out of both ends about six hours after leaving his house. Thanks. Oh, and if I can be anonymous too, please, XO. So, Danny, this is where we have be. an issue. You turned up with nothing. 
You swam in my pool like you do 40 weekends of the year. You went home without doing a dish. And now you're telling the snags are no good, of which I didn't cook the snags. So, Breno, I had a kid in one arm and a beer in the other, and I was. I had the steaks. So, anyway, Danny, I appreciate that. I mean, so Danny's asked to be kept anonymous. So, it's Luke Shuey's wife. (laughs) (laughs) If I can be anonymous too, please. Actually. Danny made a com- made a comment to me about why she didn't want to get in the pool. No, I won't say it. Actually, move on. I, we're open. Go on. No, I, I can't go there. But Danny said I can't get in the right. pool. Okay, I don't know. I don't know if I want to I, go I there. Can't go any further. All right, well, I'll, I'll I'll leave the next question. Join the dots. Anonymous. This one will be anonymous, but but uh, yeah, sure, well, we can one. speak about who who this is after the fact. Okay, ask Toko about the reverse program when you're in rehab. Right. So wanna, so first, first of all. What you ask me? Uh, who's Tocker? Me. Uh, I'll, I'll, in Hawthorne, I was known as Tocker. Tocker? Tocker. Well, it was toxic to start with. Was it? What does toxic mean? The, the old X-Man is cool. Toxic. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is so lame. No, nah, um, <laughs> nah, they used to call me Tocker. Tock. I don't know why. And I, I start, you know when you're young and you just put like, you get a pencil case. Is like is cool on the back of everything. You know, when the, did you ever do that? Yes, is cool. It's cool. It, it spelled toxic. So I was told to- uh, the reverse program is we used to do everything right to get back from injury, and my calf would ping, and I think I know who that's from, and would do everything right, like not home, ice bins, no weekends, stretching, stretching, no everything, and never got back to play. Kept pinging calves. So one day, me and this person said, "Nah, bugger it." Flip it on its head. We're done mentally too. I think mentally we're both a bit. What year is this? 13. Yeah, 13. So we weren't playing. And we just did like, okay, we'll try and we'll do it all. But I'm going to go have 10 pints or 10 pots in Victoria uh, on Saturday. And I'm going to do everything right. But on the side, I'm going to have a cheeseburger. Like we were just that... Mentally, like, done with... So you reversed, yeah. We Instead of doing it, everything right, not everything wrong, but also no, just... Just, just do like it. throw in things that rather than... Did you go for a beer on the weekend? Yeah, I did. And I had 15 of them. And you know what? I'm mentally so much better than I was for did, having doing rehab for did 20 it, weeks. Did it, get back, did it get you back on the park? Well, he won a flag. That's correct. It's the old George Costanza method of doing the opposite of every... 100%. And, yeah. and we've done everything for, like, I missed three years of footy. Like, eventually we needed a patch of, like... Uh, second part of this question from also this asking person. about our annuity scheme focus oh. time and game not ga- games played because the aim that's right annuity so this person and I were annuity players so every AFL player gets twenty thousand I think it is now maybe close like, to that in an account so a lot of people don't know so so twenty thousand every year on a list the AFL PA put in via the office of the AFL. Put 20000 in an account. Bang. You don't see it. It doesn't come out of your account. You don't know about it. You haven't touched it. And it happens every year. So if you've been there for two years, 40000 that you haven't touched. But if you've been there for 10 years, you've got roughly two hundred grand. It's like super. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a, a retirement scheme. It's a retirement yeah, scheme. Right. So okay. you, you get, I think it's 30% after one year out. Yeah, yeah. And then you're not allowed to touch it for a further five years. So effectively, your sixth year, 
then you get drip fed over a period of time. Yearly, so your yeah. fund might be yearly payouts. Yearly payouts. So if you're over ten years, which Scully and I both were, it's for fifteen years, uh, and it's so whatever you pull is seven percent of whatever you pull. The whatever. idea is you get that payout after twelve months of thirty percent, and then there's a five year wait, and you should be back up to the same amount in that five years. Yeah. It's invested, right? Well, what yeah. they used to do was they had the same scheme going, but say if players were doing. 200 grand from doing nothing, retire, start to pay tax on it, so 100 straight away out the window. Vegas, Europe, Bender, and a new car. And they go, well, hang on, you've spent 150 grand. So all of a sudden you're in the, in the hole, you owe the tax department 30, and it was just was uh, bad. Uh, this it wasn't, payout we're talking about, I got this year. Right, the thirty percent. So the thirty yeah. percent payout, and that's taxed. It's not tax free. So what's yeah. the annuity scheme you came up with with this player? No, no. So we were hanging on for dear life, thinking, don't worry about if you oh. play, you play. Just, just get, get a couple of contracts because annuity just keeps building and building right. and building. It's a lot more the financial so structure. This player, people, big fans of this podcast will know. Matt Ranger. Matt Ranger. That's right. Matt Spanger, who, as we spoke about, played across three different clubs yeah. and has extended his career Mate, maybe greater than any other player. Honestly, in just, we just kept saying annuity, annuity. <laughs> when you're 35 and your kids are wanting to go to school and. <laughs> You're broke or whatever's going on. One more year. And just get another year. Just get it in the account. So we just sign annuity contracts. All right. Llama <laughs> underscore Bowie. Uh, well, the great X-Men, X-Man sold me his 87 original Eagles jacket. No. Who, how do you have a... M's uncle and my wife had two uncles playing that game. And for some reason, I've got the jacket in my wardrobe. Yeah, no, it's got the old SGIO. Oh, that's very good. No, no, like good. faded. Did you wear it? No. No. Uh, I've worn it when I was full Nuffy 2018. I had it out a couple of times. <laughs> Zip didn't do up. But no, 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 I'm not selling that. Uh, so it's not mine. It's in my wardrobe. But no, I'm not selling before it. Before you go to the next one, your stance on wearing team gear, not on game day, to the shops. Just if you're a punter. Out, no. out for a coffee with a man. Oh, so shops. IJ, Eagles, go, Eagles IJ Polo. On Tuesday. Oh, mate, I'm sort of half invested in this area of... At the moment, so I'm all for it. Boy, oh, you are too. <laughs> you are too. <laughs> no, I reckon all. No, I tell the people, mate. No, 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 I can't. Can't. no, I can't. Oh, okay. okay. So you're, you're, you're a tick for it, are you? No, so you're on Dan's side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I don't have a side. You're, hey, you're so a Freo, Dan, you're Freo? No, I'm no, an Eagles fan. Oh, you're an Eagles man. I'm an Eagles fan. Just, just, no, Charlie's a friend. Oh, yeah, Charlie's a friend. Yeah. I mean, on a Tuesday, you're getting your meat out of the, you know, fruit and veg, you know, down the meat section of the IGA. Just Maybe just wear it as a normal T-shirt. As a player or a no, fan? As a, as a fan. As a punter. No, this guy doesn't want mate. fans to enjoy the club that they it's, support. It's like, I'm a, I'm a Frio member. Mate, we pay your wages. Pardon? I'm a Frio member. <laughs> and I was disappointed. Charlie's a bit. Look at When my pack turned up, I was like... Give me a scarf or something because I can palm that off for someone. But like, yeah, I'm no. gonna be honest. Docker's Docker's merch and Docker's kit is better than West Coast. Yeah, I don't mind it. Oh, so old, old school Docker's is great. Yeah, that's a nice. Old so school. that's what I mean. Yeah, the green, the green, red, white anchor. Yeah, that, that's that's Legit. the business. Um, Adam Bell double underscore. Well done, Adam. Very very impressive stuff. Um, has Rhino? That could be a triple. It's a triple. <laughs> Charlie, it's a trip. <laughs> Thank you, Charlie. Uh, has Rhino got him his box of beers yet? Ryan Daniels, no, talking but, about. Uh, no, okay. he's got a bit going on, Rhino, What's and it? I reckon there's not enough credit. Nah, uh, what do we bet on? Um, 
Oh, uh, Adam Chera. Adam Chera. He's like he's staying. It's like mate, there's nothing more. He's the man in the. He, he's the man in the know as well. He got showed up a little bit last didn't he? Uh, no, see you later. No, no. Uh, DX Ham 1308. Um, ask about the time he was in Dampier on Coxie's land and couldn't bag a fish. Oh, please. <laughs> I sunk the boat. No, nah, it's a dead set. We were um, it, unbelievable. Coxie's got a, a hut off. You know when, so 2014... Got on with Coxie because we are both in Fat Club at the start of the year. And... Um, you say in Fat Club? Yeah, so uh, we were both deconditioned. And uh, when Dean Cox, who idolised Coxie, like from the East Coast, a ruckman who could move like he could, unbelievable. And I obviously knew he had been paid a reasonable sum too because he was the best ruckman yep. nearly of all time. He was like, oh, boys, um, we're gonna, do you want to come to the shack for a week? And I was like, the shack? Oh, yeah, mate. The shack. This is going to be on the water. It's not much it's of a shack. Be, it's going to be a mansion on the water. This is yeah. sick. Like, we're going to a sh- mansion. Get there. It is green tin shed with a generator. <laughs> it's a shack. A, jump, a, a it's dead a set. Shack. You're, you're shitting in a hole. Um, <laughs> anyway, so that was unbelievable. But it was a fishing trip. I get, I get that part. But the first three or four days or three days... I spent, like, not trying to catch fish. I was making sure everyone was replenished with beers. Uh, if someone what else were you doing? Someone, talking shit. Like, <laughs> I don't need to be doing that. I just wanted to have fun. Anyway, come the last day, it was me and Shuey who hadn't caught a fish on this fishing trip. And, like, almost like you put your hand in and just grab something. Like, <laughs> I just caught this thing. Anyway, I was sitting there and I saw, I remember the reel, or the, the rod, like, Who's Rod? A random one at the back of the boat. <laughs> oh, Shuey's little fat glutes just went and then rode it in like, honestly, he thought he was Rex Hunt. <laughs> and I didn't catch a thing. Not a fish. Not one fish. On a fishing trip. Oh, same boy. same fishing trip. Been invited back? Nah, we, well, Coxie went to Sydney. But unbelievable trip. And you didn't catch a fish. We went to the Mermaid that night, that day, and it was one of those massive tides. You know where the tides up there move? 40 metres or whatever, we parked the boat, <laughs> came back about four hours later. We were like 60 metres from water, like so far from water. It's not funny. Anyway, back into the mermaid we went, had a few, yeah, no, it was funny. That's very good. Uh, uh, you just imagine you walking out of the boat. Oh, mate, where's the boat? I'm like, the, 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 are we going to carry this uh, thing or? All right. Mm, Bray and Ethan. Which one? First one, second one? First, thanks. Do you carry a red vest with you wherever you go? <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I was. This is unfair. I was the most subbed off player in the history of the game when the rule was um, sacked. We had a good mate of mine, David Hale, had a run of four in a row or five in a row uh, for Hawthorne as a ruckman. He'd play and then I'd sub him out. So, is he, so he, beat, he beat me as the most subbed off player in the history of the game. You, do you hold any records? I mean, you lost your marks in the grand final. You've lost your red vest. You got any? Nah, one of my top 10 most accurate shot at goal. <laughs> Actually, Charlie, what's that? I'll bring fact. Go what's to that? The... That's fact. What's that? I, I don't know how this is possible. Well, I do because you know, the ninth most accurate shot at goal, minimum 50 shots in, in the history, history of the game. game. I think, I think, second, I think, plug is, I think shot at goal. Shot in life. 
50 mil. But you, you I fucking think, hell. I think you had 36 Top. goals at Hawks, nine at West Coast. Yeah. That leaves you about 45. So you had shots. You might yeah, have had so, 10 more shots. So yeah. you, Ninth most accurate so in the history of the game. Pluggers had 2,000 goes at it, <laughs> and I've had 51. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. good. No, there's some real random people in that stat too. Like real uh, random. All right, this will test your memory. Brian Ethan again. Free kicks for and against were the same in your career. Can you remember the number? Oh, shit, no. Charlie? 87. 87. I felt like I was robbed, mate. Occasionally when I was tagging. Pain uh, <laughs> in the ass. So I'd be tagging a good You're player. You're a tagger. Well, like Goods or someone like that I'd play on. I've tagged Goods before. Yeah, and but I used to always Not yell fine. out. Um, I used to always yell out. He's grabbing me. He's grabbing me. And the umpire would look at him and go, he's one of the two brown lows. <laughs> and just as a bit of a joke, like, yeah, no, if you go to like a Goddard, Goddard was the best player I tag in terms of not yeah. the best, but the best of what he, he just destroyed me. But you just go up there and, Ray, he's got on my arm. He's got my arm. Ray, and Ray would go, are you holding him? Like I was like, oh man, I'm getting smashed here. Just give us a chop out. Is that it's, a thing? Trying to convince? Oh no, I've been a smartass. I've right, always okay. been a smartass. Trying to just not get. I got, fed I on got two TV. more. From, <laughs> I got two more from the people, and then I. Uh, who's your? Okay, uh, this is from Jack Murphy underscore. No, sorry, Jack Murphy nine underscore. Second one. Okay. Third Top, one. Third one. Current favorite AFL player to watch. Slightly biased. Joel Selwood always been a big fan. Grew up with him. Mm. Love just how hard Can't he play. is. Um, the favourite player apart from that would be, oh shit, oh, well, Ollie Wines was pretty handy this year. Good player. Um, In your fantasy team? In your fantasy team? Um, pull, pull fence. Um, <laughs> pull fence got paid last, thanks to Ollie. Um, no, no, favourite player, which is a tough question. Uh, I love, I'd like to love... Clary Oliver. Like, yeah. as silly as it sounds. Who do I love? Do you have a favourite, favourite, Charlie? Uh, outside favourite that's not a Freo player. I love Harris Andrews. Yeah. That's a random favourite. Uh, good play, yeah. random one. Uh, yeah. Mine's the White Whale, Ben Brown. He is oh, ben yeah, Brown. I love the run up. Oh, God. Ben Brown, my bunny. Um, you mentioned Liam Henry before. I like watching him play. I like the Indigenous lads. I like, I like lads that get a bit of flair. Like I love, like I cannot fucking wait to see Willie Rioli back at it. I, yeah. I actually, do you get a season? Pe- people cannot. I saw him today. Yeah. Looking fit. I, 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 people forget he he was our top three players in our oh, team no. in 2018. 2018. He's throwing the glasses on the table. <laughs> hands. He, he. I'm telling you now. He was the top three players. You you hate my top best player I've ever played with as well. I'm no, a, I'm that's an outrageous breathalyzer, Charlie. <laughs> what, what do you, what's the problem with that? Willie Rioli was Willie the, Rioli kicked one goal in the grand final end on his back of his foot yeah, by accident. That's, that's fine, mate. It's it's not all about that. It's fine. He he was he was he was our best top three best players in 2018. The year, yeah, better than JK. Oh, JK, bit. Nah, yeah, yeah, he might have been in there. There you go. So There's the top three right there. Oh, there you go. Who else is slipping in there? Shuey? Nah. He won you a grand final. He played well in the North. He, he won you a played, grand final. Played well in the North. Yep, grand final. Lecker? Oh, he's a good senior leader. Yeah. He, Gov I mean, wasn't bad that year. Uh, Gov? Yeah, Gov. Gov played well. Yeah. But Schofield? With the real... No, I'll tell you how he wasn't there. All right, this is the last one from the people. Okay. I, I want to give you one. No, no, no. Don't worry about Gaffy. Willie Riley. Free. 
Underscore DJB underscore seven nine. Last for social media, but then social media will get taken over by Scotial. Yeah, Will Scotial. Where's it's time for a beer podcast? Not that it's better than Backchat. Uh, I accept that. Well, I don't. Any chance? Uh, nah, it's. I don't know. I need it. It's it, basically. I need to commercialise it. I just don't. We, we would love. We would love you to be a part of the Backchat community. Oh, we I really know, would. I know. We've spoken about it. We'd make it so easy for you. Could oh, so you just come what, in here. You could sit at home, do it, good. and we'll make it work. You can bring nah, Ted on. Nah, no, nah, I don't want kids anywhere near it. Oh, we'll just go into a private room. Just just little little 20 minute, little bit 20, <sighs> nah, 20 minutes. I don't do 20. I, I know I need to do it. I need to get it back. And we've spoken about doing it on the, your platform, which okay. we're still thinking about. Um, we would love to help you, mate. I know, I know. It, it's it's good fun. I enjoy doing it. Um, I just, You've been very good. The last question before. See, so. Beer with, beer with beer with Xavier's not done. It's time for a beer. Yeah, no, not done. No, certainly not done. Um, I've forgotten my last question for you. I had a question this entire time, and I've completely forgotten it. You've got a pen. Can you give me some thinking time? Um, I would. I'm curious to know about 2015 playing your old team in the grand final. Yeah. You could backtrack a little bit while you think about that. I actually can't think of it. I'll ask anyway. What are the boys like on the field that you've played with? Telling you on the ground on, uh, that, on that game. Grant Birchall was the only one who said anything. Like he said something to me, and I was like, "Shut up, Birch. He's <laughs> one of my mates." <laughs> anyway, um, if I was ever going to have an argument with anyone, I'd love to argue with Beeve. I'm never going to lose that argument. Who's Beeve? Uh, Birchall. Right. Um, right. Side note: 280 games for premierships. No, no one ever said, it. and that's why I regret not shaking hands because they were respectful. And yeah, no. last question on the podcast, then we're done. Is there anything that people don't know in the uh, that happens in the AFL? Look, we had a bit of a story with Chris Marston and myself that we spoke about uh, wheeze in huddles. Yeah. Is there anything that you can think of at the top of your head that people don't know about the AFL? What what, what happens? I mean, I mean, jabbing uh, jabbing a calf. Yeah, that, that, that doesn't thing. happen too often. Um, I don't know if this is what you're after, but a funny well, ish, just, a funny ish one. Um, when I first moved to West Coast, didn't know many people at all. But before a game, I'd always like to go on the stadium, just walk around by myself, kick the footy, kick a goal. When you're playing at the MCG, I grew up in a town of 200. Like, this is amazing. So I used to always like to do that. And it coincided with Chapel at um, at West Coast. Like, the time that the, the, the chaplain did Chapel. Like the, like, yeah, mass, mass prep. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. Was the time, the stage I was out on the field, just wandering around. I saw my dad in the crowd, or mum, why, whatever. And I remember Shui saying to me after like six weeks, "I like, do you know you're religious." I was like, "Huh?" He goes, well, like religion, you you go down and pray with chapels. And I was like, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "Oh, I've looked for you a couple of times at." 90 minutes for a bounce down. 16 of the guys are in the room. And you're not and you're not around. And I'm like, mate, I go up with earphones on and kick a footy on the grass. I don't go to chapel. So oh, mate, I thought you were really religious. But from that, the um, five minute chapel the religion chapel ceremony that goes on. Yeah. Every, every club chapel has, service. Paul Morris. Every club has yeah, Morrow's does it and in you go and dibbity dob or whatever that happens and 
out you go. Chapel so they, service. Yeah, they do. It's good. Chapel full up. And at 90 was full bounce down. Is that one? Yeah, well, it was very relevant. Uh, arch nemesis of, of Dan Collins. Oh, <laughs> he's Paul, Paul, Paul Morrison. Paul Morrison. Arch nemesis. Morrison, mate. He's never heard anyone. Bloody Paul Morrison. Quick, quick, quick story. No, he, 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 we were both nominated. Paul Morrison is the chaplain of West Coast. Yep. Very good guy. Excellent. Excellent lad, uh, we were Your both. Arch nemesis. We were both. <laughs> we were both nominated in a music category for a West Australian Music Award. He sings as well. And yeah, yeah. Dan, Dan's the band. He, yeah. he, he beat us in that category, Ooh. and you know why? Look, should we conspiracy in? religion? Yeah, Con- conspiracy. I reckon. Oh. I reckon it was already pre-determined that he was going to win. Massage result. Pre, they pre-printed stickers that he was going to win. Oh. Found out. Found out later. <laughs> Anyways. or just they added the votes up and went. Well, we might as well prepare for it. Back chat. Very good. We're done. Backchatpodcast.com.au. Backchat double underscore on all socials. We're all over the place. We've got a fair bit going on. I know it's been a long part. Real quick, fantasy. Fantasy. Two grand final tickets. If you want to play, join up to Patreon. Jump on the website. Backchatpodcast.com.au. Two grand final and tickets. again, what is Patreon? Patreon is a way to support our podcast. So when we first started With up. With cash. Right, okay. When we first started up. Yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you. When we first started up. As you know, podcasts, you have nothing. It's time for a beer, unless I commercialise it. So, we, so, we, so we, we put out to listeners, if you'd like to support us, if you like what we do, if it's worth one coffee a month, $5 a month, jump on Patreon. It's a yep. way to support the podcast. Right, yeah, yeah. So if you'd like to do that, you can join in our fantasy competition. Yeah, and you're on socials. No, it makes sense. Huge. And, and, and second and third prizes, they'll be there. I was thinking maybe a bit of merch as well, maybe. Real quick, the breakdown that we were just talking about before... How long does the footy season go for? How many months? 26 weeks. Yep. Six months, five months? Yeah, six. Yep. So that's six or five payments of five bucks. $25 for your chance 30, to win. 35 bucks. Maybe. 30 bucks. You, you win mean, two grand final Potentially tickets. win a grand final You sell both of them for 1500 You're three yep. grand in the sky, Rocket. Like Scully taught me that. Oh, exactly. no, before, before we leave, things that happen in the AFL that people don't know about. No, no I'm out of this. <laughs> AFL grand final tickets. No. For sale. No. Back chat podcast. Xavier Ellis, very good. Thanks, guys. Enjoy. Bye, Dan. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.